You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. To start the world on fire, I just want to start the flame in your heart. The usual, everything coming through loud and clear. Clear as mud. Oh, okay. Well, that's an improvement. Usually, sounds like. What a what a happy coincidence meeting you here. Indeed it is. And you know what a lot of people do, and I think it's a nice thing to do, is at the beginning of the chat just to do a little bit of a timestamp and let people know which chat they're listening to, what the date is. Now, I'm in a part of the world where the date might not line up correctly, and I'm not sure where you are, so uh, I'm not sure if that's going to work out. But what would the date be in, I guess, America is where the majority of people listen to this? Are we now, still look, on Look, Friday? this is a very big and important date. It is on this day, and oh, this JLB right. people are traumatized from the tenth of age. I'm not sure that's a direct quote, but you should have a moment of silence because it is it is eleven eleven, and people were killed, people died, and you should respect that. That's right. And at You're 11, listening to 11, Fakeologist Audio. And it is the 11th of November. At fakeologist.com. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for that. The way I was thinking about it today is one is a reset number. So if we have a great war or a fake great war, if we have many deaths or fake many deaths, we're going to reset it. And what better number than one, 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 one at one, 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 one. Therefore, uh, we, we, I lost my train of thought. I was uh, better off doing a moment of silence. It happens to the best of us. We can hold a moment of silence for your train of thought, if you like. Yes. It's the 11th of November, and uh, you're joined by Zombie Dave and Calm Card Ken. After the break. After the break. They guided me with psyops Psychological operations They guided me with psyops They weaponized psychology You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com
So, Ken, we need to work on our game here when it comes up to those beats and everybody keeps saying after the break lately, which I think is a bit boring. I think, I think we need to spice it up a bit and come up with some more interesting segues into those bumpers. Well, I so would say the, great minds think alike, but you have the great mind and I don't. I was thinking about this the other day and thought we might shout something different. And it would be startling, revolutionary, and um, even better. One of my ideas, which is probably going to get uh, nixed right off the bat, was fanny bumper. Because a bump coming, (laughs) and not many people know that in North American English slang, One way of saying it was a very crowded event, like people were just pressed together, is that it was a real fanny bumper. I think fanny bumper might have different implications in Commonwealth countries. It certainly does, yes. The idea that we were all just, you know, queued up or lined up so much that all the fannies were getting bumped. So, I was something of a fanny bumper fanny myself bumper in my younger days. my first proposal. After the fanny bumper, does it have a ring to it? Not that ring. <laughs> well, yes. I, I'm trying to avoid Guaranteed. jumping on all these, all these puns and euphemisms, but eventually it's going to get me. <clears throat> you're very good at that. You're, you're quite the wordsmith, you know that. I don't know. It's probably been mentioned before, but... I think it's quite an admirable trait. And the, the speed at which your mind works is, is really quite impressive. Just give me a simple arithmetic question. You'll be... <laughs> you'll be... Uh, you'll be yeah, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's, funny how, it's funny how certain things can work quickly and other things don't work at all. I, I'm very familiar with that. The older we get, the more that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that is... So we were having a nice little chat in what used to be called the green room, which is the unrecorded chat room here on fakeologist.com. That's the place where you can just hang out and chat to people, maybe warm up, maybe introduce yourself to people you've never spoken to before if they happen to be around. Um, the people who are on that particular chat, I think we've all probably chatted to one another at some point in the past. I, I know that three of us have, but um, I'm not sure if everybody had. But it's a great little feature of Fakeologist where you, if you're not comfortable getting on the live stream straight away, you can just... Hop into that chat and say hello to people. Get used to things. Make sure your audio is working all right. Do That's give it a, a shot. Really nice public service message. Yeah, I like to do that here because these chats are—you never know when someone's going to be listening to it. It could be tomorrow. It might be ten years from now. And hopefully, fakeologists will still be around and will still have similar kind of features in, into perpetuity. I, I would hate to see it go away. Dave, do you generally consider yourself to be a pessimist, a realist, an optimist? I consider myself a realist, and I try to look on the bright side of life wherever possible. So I try not to take life too seriously. And if there is a situation that could be interpreted one way or the other, I I try and give the benefit of the doubt. Now, if you were um, a python and being crucified... You would look on the bright side of life, even I if would, you were yes. mistaken for a messiah. <laughs> I might even start whistling. <laughs> that was yeah, the I won't, most I won't terrible whistle whistling on the chat. 
whistling through a microphone is one of the worst sounds in the world, so I'm not going to do it. Well, you know, the cheaper the microphone, the more people are impressed. Yeah, you do sound better now, although that, that crackly Wi-Fi issue hasn't quite disappeared. It's still a little bit crackles, like snap, crackle, and pop. Do you have Rice Krispies? In the, I'm, you're I, from suppose I'll always, I suppose I'll always have a little bit of crackle in me. Yeah. So the, the, we were talking about Sorry, a few different if that humor is room. not dark enough, never mind. It, it just went straight over my head. I, I missed it. Sorry, you'll have to you'll have to make it blunter than that. I'm afraid it's where I am. It's a Friday evening. One day you'll see. I'm sipping on a see. drink. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a few topics we were talking about before. Uh, let's let's maybe rehash a couple of those just to because a few good points came up, didn't they? We were, what was it we were talking about first? Was it gorillas? Well. I was saying that if you are on Reddit, and some of our, our friends here do Reddit, there was a picture today, something, I hate, I hate to say these names, but it's not like interesting as fuck, you know, yeah. but it was a sedated gorilla on a table with tubes, you know, intubated and nursing assistants standing around and saying, Oh, I hope they got the the anesthesia dose right or something. And it looks so so fake. But who am I to say it's fake? Unless, as it came up earlier, that those of us who've come across Hans Wormhat will say gorillas are fake, pandas are fake, uh, uh, orangutans are fake. And I just wonder if we dismiss it out of hand or we look into it, if someone is. is saying a narrative is being pushed that the way we know that humans and great apes are of the same ancestor is because we see them in zoos. How many of us touch them or see them? Those of us who listen to Infinite Plane, uh, how many of us would be willing to jump in the enclosure and try to unzip the costume? You know, that was one of the things I remembered from our green room chat. That's right. Yeah, Tim Osman is a maestro when it comes to this type of thinking, and he really cuts through the noise and gets to the point. And I made this point myself on the memes channel in the Fakeologist Discord server earlier this week, which is that certain memes can be counterproductive if they don't address if they don't address the point properly, and at least at least give the the uh, proper consideration to the official story. You know, if you're trying to mock something, you need to be clear what the official story is first so you can mock it effectively. If you're mocking it in the wrong way, it actually weakens your argument and makes you look stupid. So what I said in the chat was, fakeology minus discernment equals ridicule. And I think that oh, equation is good. something that any, any fakeologist needs to be aware of that equation. It's fine to question and- things. It is fine to question you. And you certainly remember what specifically brought that up? What you were um, pointing out? It was a without. It was a meme that I. It was a meme posted by, if I remember correctly, I think I, the truth I am posted this meme about. um, It was it was two pictures side by side. On the left hand side was a picture of somebody hanging onto a plane about to jump off it and do a parachute Mm -hmm. jump. And on the right hand side was a picture supplied by NASA 
of an astronaut hanging off of, I think, this space station or some other object in space. And the caption read something like... Is implying that there would be wind in space? Well, it didn't mention wind, but it said something like, 100 miles per hour, I can hang on just... uh, It's difficult to hang on. 17,500 miles per hour, everything's fine, or or something like that. Which really misses the point of of the official story in that respect, because even by NASA's own claims, there's no wind in space, and that wind is what makes it hard to hang on to the plane. So it's a counterproductive meme, you know. It doesn't it doesn't take the viewer anywhere useful. I don't think it even makes them question the right things. It just sends them down the wrong path. The people I read uh, use a phrase called poison breadcrumbs. Have you heard this phrase? Do you know what that would mean in reference to uh, when we investigate poison breadcrumbs? No, I don't. I don't recall seeing that particular phrase, but I think I know what it's getting at, which is just mm-hmm. to like I calls it chicken feed, right? Where you get just I've these heard that a lot recently. Details. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was something in the last few days where Esoteric was talking with Ab and saying about distractions, that while they have us arguing about, you know, whatever, uh, what is uh, Elon Musk wearing for his Halloween costume, or what's happening with Pelosi and the husband and this intruder, that real changes are being made. In other words, digital identity, the way we can do banking, the way we can do transactions, uh, things that really affect us are coming into place at the same time that we're arguing about is someone uh, with brain damage, you know, going to win an election or that kind of thing. Do you think we're being distracted on the surface? And while the right hand is doing one thing, the left hand is pulling another trick? I do, actually. Yeah, I think that's the main purpose of most stories that the media puts before you is to get you talking about things that don't really matter. Because that energy that you would otherwise use for weakening the position of those who seek to control you is being used in ways that just don't have any real effect. You know, you can you can pour energy into politics, you can pour energy into fighting mask mandates, but at the end of the day, does it really achieve anything? Is it going to stop the digital IDs coming in? Is it going to stop the central bank digital currencies coming in? I'm not so sure that it will. And I'm not, I say this as someone who is fighting. I I am actually, yeah, I am personally fighting these mask problems myself, knowing this at the same time. So I guess that makes me something of a hypocrite to be doing that. But I also think it's important to test the system once in a while just to see what happens. Uh, Like a system that goes untested is, essentially just theoretical in nature it, it, you don't know what's going to happen if and when a uh, situation gets to the point where it needs to be it actually needs to be resolved like um in my line of work in technology for example you, you might do things like backups on a computer but if you don't test the backups every now and again to make sure they're, they're good then on the day that you actually need the backup it might not be there or it, it might not have the things in it that you need to be there so you've got to do testing every once in a while just to make sure everything's ticking over properly. 
so, you know, at the same time as thinking that these things are distractions and are not necessarily all that useful, I do think they need to be tested uh, somewhat by people who have the time to do it just to keep the system functioning. Yeah, I could see that. And um, that also requires trust, or at least trusted people who are doing that if you're going to delegate. Uh, it does. It does, yes, you're right. And I don't know who you can trust these days, because most people, most people I speak to are either so hypnotized by what they're told that they may as well just be agents of the system. Mm-hmm. They're not really doing any thinking of their own. Or they're actively seeking to, to uh, belittle and crush other people who they disagree with just because they get a nice little buzz from doing it. It's like a power trip thing. And that irritates me as well. Sure. I don't know if you're as behind as I am on catching up with the listening. Right before uh, we came online, I was listening to an interesting conversation for anyone who is a citizen of Commonwealth countries. And Ab the Fakeologist talking from Canada was speaking to an ounce of salt per day, Frank. And they were talking about the idea of legislation or orders being passed through a privy council. And that there could be orders in council which may or may not be known, not debated in parliament, not voted by referendum, but they would have, for all intents and purposes, the effect of law. And that's that's the meaning of privy, isn't it? As in made aware of, yeah, you know. So I was wondering if um, if you were aware of it, if you had any thoughts about what effect that would have on someone who was in a country that recognized the King of England. We're going to say King now because that's where we are. If the king and his council say, this is what we do, is that legitimate? Is that something that is flying under people's radar that they said, no, no, we have a constitution, we have a, a parliament, we have a governor general, we're living uh, not under the crown, there's no absolute uh, monarch. Is something being missed here? I'm trying to understand it because I don't know. I wonder what you've heard of it, what you know of. I'm no expert on anything relating to things like British Constitution, Parliament, or or the royalty, even. I've got a very superficial knowledge of all of those things. So let me add that caveat up front. What I do know about it is that, according to the official story, the British Parliament is is not... I don't think it's accountable to the monarchy. They're, They're too... They, they have to ask permission from the king to do things like open parliament, uh, to form a government. Um, there's a few different, there's a few different situations where they have to actually ask permission to do so. And it's all supposedly just tradition, the reason why they do it. But in, in matters of constitutional, um, decision making, which is what the parliament is ostensibly for, the royalty is supposed to be removed from that completely. They're not necessarily supposed to be involved directly at all. And indirectly, they're not 
even supposed to offer their opinion on certain matters. Now, I, I know that the Prime Minister meets with the King, I think, on a weekly basis. That's, that's the normal schedule. So I suspect that when they have those chats, they're not just talking about the weather and what they had for breakfast. You know, there's probably a lot more being spoken about. And I suspect that the monarchy, if it is an actual institution, a legitimate institution with some power, then I suspect they are, in fact, offering their opinion in a very strongly worded way so that the prime minister uh, takes that into account. But I don't know for a fact that that's what goes on. I mean, none of us can. We don't get to be in those meetings and they don't take minutes. These are all considered to be confidential or private meetings. So, yes, is it possible that the Privy Council is doing things which affect uh, things like law um, or decision-making behind closed doors and without minutes being taken? Absolutely, it's possible. Chatham House rules, for example, the, uh, the ability to say what you want and have it recorded in the minutes but not attribute who said what, things like that all came out of the British Empire. I think they're very good, say they, we are very good. My country is very good at doing things like that. Appreciate that detailed and informed answer. Um, do you happen to know whether the British monarch is still in that kind of control, but not seen or realized in Commonwealth countries. In other words, have we missed something when we say that it's parliamentary government now and uh, it's a ceremonial figurehead, head of state, but no power? Could we have missed something that's still going on behind the scenes? I, I would have to say yes, because... What we're, what we're presented with is often technically true. If you, know, if you know the answer, you can figure out how they've presented it to you in a way that is technically true. But if you don't know the answer, it is also much, more, much easier and more likely that you're going to arrive at the wrong answer. And that's the one they want, probably want you to think is the case. You know, the, the, the whole... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, it's like a magician, right? Where the magician, if you know how the magic trick is done and the, ma and the magician does the trick, then it's pretty obvious what's going on. But if you don't know how the trick is done, you could potentially be fooled by the trick if you didn't know it was a trick. So I think that is what's actually happening most of the time. And when it comes to things like Parliament, we're told... This is, this is the case for Parliament. This is how laws are made. This is how the system really works. And I suppose all of that is technically true. But what we should after do is talk break. about that after this message. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, I'm Zafiro from Geelong, Victoria. You're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com. Australia being another one of those Commonwealth countries, of course. And I think Australia has a particular case, and I would love it if one of the Australians was on and could talk to us in, about this, uh, if they happen to be listening. And even if not, on, then drop something in the comments. <laughs> Australia had a situation 
at a point in the recent past, I think it was 1970-something, where I think the constitution changed and essentially the country was sold out, as I understand it. Now, I haven't looked into this topic in detail, but it is quite fascinating. Uh, what I have looked into, it's almost as if Australia used to be a legitimate republic and had its own proper constitution like for the people, uh, by the people, of the people. And then that was replaced in 1973 or four. I'm probably getting the dates wrong. Um, no, I, I, I don't. I, rem- I don't remember the. I don't remember the name either. of the. I don't remember the name of the prime minister at the time who signed it into law, or who, who signed the, the document that became a law. But ever since Australia has been under some form of corporate governance, and this is all. This is all public. It's not even, it's not secret. They're not hiding it. So I think things like that are happening everywhere where what was probably once a real govern, governance system is being replaced discreetly by something that is a lot more abstract and corporate. My thoughts is that it's not being replaced, it's just being revealed. In other words, it's been like this for long since we were born and now they are showing it or they can't hide it anymore yeah that's another it's possibility the reveal, reveal of the method the, the apocalypse being the great unveiling so yeah yes, maybe that's what's yes, happening uncovering unveiling I just don't quite well, I, one thing I've never quite been able to get my head around is why would they benefit from revealing it I mean, do you have any you want me to speculate? Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd love I to hear your thoughts on that. I would say that the rules and the guidelines and the codes and the ethics that we're governed by do not have to line up with the ones that they do. So, for example, they may be bound and governed by a code that says you have to reveal such and such in this way, you know, it's like, um, let's say you're a property owner and you don't want people on your land and you say, hell, if anybody comes on my land, I'll just shoot them. No warning. No, no. You have to say posted, no trespassing. And that's a code that we have agreed with landowners that they can protect their land, but they have to give notice. In such a way, they may have codes like that where they have to signal, show, reveal, but not in the way we think it is. Let's say you're in an English-speaking country, but you're not an English speaker, you're not literate. You have no idea what posted no trespassing means. You just see some symbols on a sign. You say, well, I'm going to go in here and get some animals. And too bad you were uh, shot. You say, how is that fair? They say, well, because according to our rules, according to the way we do things, this is how we post it, this is how we show it. By the same token, if you say, well, I don't agree with this, this is not fair, they say, that's your conception. We have a different conception. 
Mm, yeah, that's an interesting perspective. I, I, I somewhat agree with you in that it, it's the same thing in the corporate world, which is where I work. Mm. They, they have a whole bunch of policies and procedures and it's all documented. And if you know where to find it, then you can go and look at the policy, the process, the, the regulation, the internal audit, whatever, whatever the thing happens to be. You can go off and read all about it and understand what you're supposed to do or not do. But that isn't how most people usually operate in the corporate world. What tends to happen instead is if they trip over something and create some kind of problem or conflict, it's at that point that people start looking for the information that determines what to do. So people aren't free, they're, they're not forewarned as such. They are in the sense that the information is already there, but they're not necessarily trained in everything and they don't necessarily know what will happen in a given situation until it happens. I give so, a bad analogy. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I was going to give one from Douglas Adams myself, actually, from Hitchhiker's you, Guide you to the Galaxy. You give you Douglas Adams first. Uh, all right. Um, in, in the beginning of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I think it's the very first chapter, actually, one of the, the main characters, Arthur Dent, is uh, is trying to understand why they're trying to build a bypass through his house. And they turn up at his door and say, like, we've got permission to do this. You know, you, you didn't answer the, the letters or something like that. And he says, what are you talking about? And they say, well, it was posted on the, the local council notice board. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he says, well, well, I never go there. You know, why would I see it? And then, uh, and then it, later on, it, it turns out that the, the notice board is actually in the basement, in a in a locked toilet, behind in a in a, in a filing cabinet. <laughs> so there's no possible way anybody could ever have seen the notice. And Douglas Adams yeah. is great. It, like, if you haven't read his satire, he is great at pointing out these things which which happen everywhere in normal life and the corporate world especially he he has a way of sort of turning the absurd reality that many of us work in into quite an amusing series of stories and and, uh, other tales highly highly recommended if you haven't read it so i'm going to uh, get the anger of people like i think uh it's second or third or fourth line at the beginning is, you know, like, which was considered widely to be a bad move, or which many people consider to be a bad move. You know, in the beginning, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. God created the earth, which most people said was a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> I could look it up, but, you know, someone will come and correct us. <laughs> yeah, I, I suspect in he had a lot of internal knowledge because the, the, the overlap of his comedy... And the uh, spiritual, sp- spiritual and symbolic domains that we all talk about here on this server, very, very broad. And in particular, the one he's most famous for, the, the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. The answer mm. so was the answer to the question of life, the universe, and everything is forty-two. But what is the question? Yeah, I love how these guys were from birth trained to just receive that answer. And when uh, they finally get the answer that the universe has been waiting for, and it's 42, 
They said they're going to kill us. <laughs> we going out. So they're going to kill us. And so uh, we have to figure out what was the question. And they pull up the Bob Dylan, like, how many roads must a man walk down? That's brilliant. It's fun. It's, it's superb. It, it's it's yeah. it's peak satire. It really is. Uh, I think yeah. people like people like Douglas Adams and Scott Adams. Interesting that they share the same surname. Actually, it so is. Scott Adams I is. About that. He's the writer of Dilbert. Yep. They both have such a finger on the pulse of the way things really work, and they're able to turn that into really succinct comedy as well. Excellent satire. I, I'm I'm consistently impressed whenever I go back and reread these things or look at the old comic book strips. Everyone listening knows that Adam is original man, the man, first man. So mm. Dilbert is the every man and Douglas Adams is talking about man in the greater sense, I think. Yeah, he is. Adams, Adams. And also A-T-O-M-S if you do the North American pronunciation, Adams. Yeah, well, I, actually, that's a great topic to talk about. So, this gets <laughs> this this gets discussed a lot. Right? The the phonetic overlap between words, how they sound, how they're written, and how they're understood. I think you Not probably to mention have the great vowel this. shift. The great yeah, vowel yeah. shift. Uh, as a bit of a wordsmith, I think you've probably got some thoughts on this. Hmm. I don't want to put you on the spot having had no time to think about it, but what do you think? <laughs> can, you, uh, can you make that question more specific and narrow it down? <laughs> what do you uh, think? I suppose. We'll right, be here fine. for a while. <laughs> fine. Okay. Uh, so in the, in the case you gave, the atoms sounds like Adams if you say it with right, a certain right, right. accent. right? And could it be intentional? Could that be intentional? It could. So let's I mean, that. let's say that the atom is the original building block of material. And let's say that Adam is the original man. Coincidence? I don't know. But the meaning, is, meaning as I understand of Adam is indivisible, which is funny when we think about Americans pledging allegiance to one nation under God, indivisible. Now, atomic theory is, is totally taken for granted in schools today, whereas Adam, original man, is totally disregarded, except in maybe religious schools. Is there a parallel? I imagine there would be. So when we talk about Adam, original man being split or divided into a woman, into Eve, and then reproduction happens and they have children, they have grandchildren. Versus when we talk about the atom being split and a chain reaction of energy and destruction, there's something to this. Is man divisible and can be put into male and female and reproduce and uh, become all of humanity? Is an atom, this small, small, 
small bit of matter able to be split and produce an unbelievable set of energy that keeps going. On the one hand, it's procreative, right? And on the other hand, it's destructive, right? Are either of them true? Is one true and the other not? Are they both true or are they both false? That's where I am with this question. Thank you for asking, Dave. Wow, that's a great answer. Uh, you know, I hadn't even thought about the the polarization of atoms being both for creation. You got to think also. about division, division yeah. and spreading, reproduction, uh, procreation or destruction. That is really. And I never thought about it until you asked me. <laughs> yeah, because it always it always seems to boil down to black versus white, doesn't it? They're polarizing this against that. So it would make sense that something like the atom would, would have both properties. It's funny that uh, Oppenheimer, right, his first quote is about Shiva and destruction. I have become destruction. If it's black, it's white. If it's white, it's black. If it's above, it's below. If it's in, it's out. He's doing a reverse creation narrative, is he not? I'm freestyling thinking here. I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose so. I know some members on this server really enjoy the wordplay, probably more more so than I do, and they get kind name, of bogged down in it. No, I'll ban them from pop sings. I'm not going to do that because I think it it diverts the conversation, and you end oh. up just getting into this weird cult of personality where people. Obsess over. No, I like where, like, uh, you say so and so. You like think about this, such and such. Uh, please. It, it doesn't. Me. Honestly, it doesn't matter because it's more of a general point anyway. Um, mm. it, it comes down to that discernment thing I said earlier. If you spend all your time looking for these patterns, you will find them. You will. There, are, there are so many words and so many combinations of words. You're going to find whatever pattern you start looking for. So I don't think it necessarily oh. proves anything. It's not even useful information. It's interesting for sure. It's a good hobby, but I don't think it's good fakeology. There's something that I think you know more about than most of the people that I've encountered, and that is what's to do with the Shakespeare. The Shakespeare, and I'm saying that in a charged way. If we're going to talk in English and we're going to talk about word codes and we're going to talk about uh, uh, programming and meaning in double entendre, maybe you know what the Shakespeare connection is. I think that, I've seen that's a huge topic. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a huge we topic. We don't have to do that now. You just well, sit we, in the park having a beer. We can gloss over a few of the points. Um, I'm, I think there's going to be a break coming up soon, so maybe maybe it will segue nicely into that. All right. Fakeologist uh, listeners, what else should we say besides after the break? Should we yeah, mix it up? Let's have a poll. It should be a competition. People should be submitting their own suggestions on the audio chat, and the winners will be decided by by psychologists. 
What's good Personally, doing? after the break, I'm, I'm, I think it's done. I think stick a fork in it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a nice, quick way of doing it. Do you think they'll record this one? Uh, Craig was, uh, maybe Craig was recording, but Craig's been unreliable. That bot, streamer bot, maybe he'll send it to App. Right. I don't know how App does it these days, but he used to do it via two or three different mechanisms in case one of them failed. That's a good way to do So I don't know if he relies on Craig or if it is done through the streamer bot, which might also be recording. Mm. It's good to have a double backup. Yeah, absolutely. When you're running the only site on the internet for this type of discussion, then you need to make sure it's reliable. And that side is... I have one to ask you, because I'm not on here much. Uh, Some people mention fireside chats or fireside chats. I think maybe uh, fakeologist Mizum joins those. Do you know anything about that place? I've listened to a few. Uh, Greg Carlwood is the guy that does the higher side chats, or THC, as it's also known. <laughs> I know that a few fakeologist regulars have been on those chats in the past, so they're worth checking out. In my opinion, they're is a little it, bit uh, more mainstream. a weekly thing, a regular thing. I I'm not I'm not a subscriber myself, so not no entirely sure, but they're very frequent. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, what is it? No, I can't remember. Never mind. Yeah, Greg Carl has a huge following. Days. Who do I listen to? Uh, well, I don't have a lot of time to listen to things, but when I do listen to stuff, it tends to be fakeologists, just because there's always something yeah. there to listen to. Hmm. It's the easiest I, option. I love the people here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I also enjoy Tim Osborne. Do you listen to Infinite Plane, IPS? Yes, I do. I do. But I found him to be getting a little repetitive lately. I think his head isn't in other issues. He's got all sorts of admin issues going on. So the topics oh, yeah. that get discussed, they're, they're turning up again and again and again on every single chat. And it, it's getting a little bit From repetitive. what I can gather, he's also fighting, uh, he's fighting some lawsuits and... Uh, Compromising. Yeah, that. that, That's that's a weird situation in and of itself. I don't know what the latest on that is, but we should probably uh, discuss it in a moment. This is without a trace. Rochello. Will lose. Tenreal. Zulo. Merbless. SMG. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. I still haven't heard my own bump yet. I'm told it was on one of the chats recently. In oh, fact, your bumper it may have been, it may have been you that told me. I can't remember who said it to me now. Somebody told well, me. Well, your bumper sounds great. It's um, a blast from the past. That was when I was going by DB user, of course, but that account got whacked in the fakeologist demolition. Was it version two of fakeologist mm. discord? When both towers I think were I saw down. that, um, yeah, that, um, 
pick and roll and maybe have another server, which I don't know, but um, they sometimes do. I was uh, always well, Rick speaks about Rolo. And in case is listening, every now and then you hear Rolo's voice on the bumper, but it's different from Rolo's voice in recent um, joining of Fakeologist calls. So he'll say, like, you hear him like, ah, yeah. But you hear the bumper, it's like, I'm Rolo. <laughs> it's like an octave. <laughs> Octaves higher. I'm Rolo. I guess it was amazing, you know. I'm Rolo, and this is uh, uh, this this is fakeologist. But when you hear him, like, ah, <laughs> yeah, I'm things changing have changed. My, in the Donald. <laughs> things have changed. I, I've been on fakeologist myself for I don't know five years ish. About the same time that it was on JLB site, actually. So I've heard people go through ups and downs. If I give my impression of you, like, this is DB user. This is DB user, which is why maybe Esoteric thinks you're Australian. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not, Rick. I'm not. <laughs> Being told. Well, we still have bad, bad on. Online, but she's not speaking, and we understand a moment ago when we were in the green room, which is not the green room, uh, she explained she's been having a bad cold and her voice is suffering. Yeah, she should probably rest. Her listening. And we were hoping maybe the Wild Times would join us. No luck so far. Yeah, I suspect he's on his morning commute. I think where he is in the world, he, he's kind of in between home and work right now. Yes. Maybe he's listening. Well, you brought up Shakespeare earlier. It's a great topic for Yeah, you know a lot about that. There was oh, a guy who was I on say no that call. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, like, um, I want to say a year, two years ago, and he really knew his stuff about the numerology and the codes, and even he was going into uh, you know, supposed graves and burial sites. This guy was unbelievably uh, knowledgeable. I think you're probably referring to Alan Green, who I think uh, so. put for the for the sake of disambiguation, there's a lot of Alan Greens out there. Uh, he's Alan William Green. And he must be he is, by now. He's, I think he's in his 70s. I'm not sure exactly how old he is. But he's got a very colourful story, and he's a bit of an expert in things relating to Shakespeare and also things relating to the pyramids and lots of other esoteric concepts. He hangs around in circles with people like Robert Edward Grant as well. These people always seem to have three names. Have you noticed that? Yeah, like assassins. <laughs> yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It's strange. Uh, that, that's a bit of a side, an aside because um, I'm not sure it actually means anything in this case. But yeah, Robert Grant is kind of famous. He's kind of famous in sacred geometry circles. So anyone who's interested in things like uh, geometric patterns, proportionality, uh, nature and 
patterns that emerge from nature and how that gets transmitted to us in various different ways. He's really into that, and and his topic, his content is very very good if you're interested in sacred geometry. Uh, Alan, quick William interruption, Breeder, Zombie Dave, are you into those things too? Are you mentioning those as a side? I'm very interested in them. Uh, I'm not so sure they're relevant to fakeology per se. I think it's a kind of a, mm. a related topic, but it's not necessarily embedded within fakeology. Okay. There are elements. There are elements of it in fakeology. To the well, number. The way I took it was where fakeology, Ising, Shakespeare as a person, and it's one guy writing this, and there's nothing else to see here. Uh, studied it in the literature class and move on. Yeah, so that would be a fakeology. That would be a fakeologist perspective of of uh, saying, well, actually, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. Shakespeare probably wasn't just one guy. So then the question becomes, <clears throat> well, what was he? Or what, who created these works, and what were they for? What was the purpose of it all? What and that's where the overlap. It? That was the. That's where the overlap with things like sacred geometry comes in. Because it's possible to interpret these things in just about any way you want. You know, there's enough content, there's enough Shakespeare writings to develop a theory, and many people have done so. It, ostensibly, these have been around for hundreds of years. I don't know if that's actually true or not. But they've definitely been around for my lifetime, my parents' lifetimes. They all knew about Shakespeare. So it's pretty old stuff. The question is, I suppose, how do you prove any of it? And that's what Alan, Alan William Green has been getting into. He's been trying to establish if there was a common group of people responsible for creating the works of Shakespeare and also creating other things like the pyramids themselves. So a lot of people believe the pyramids are ancient and have been around for tens of thousands of years or at the very least 12,000, I think, or 14,000 is the, the figure I often hear quoted. But it could just be as likely that they were created within the last few hundred years. And the backstory was added later. I think that's equally possible. The materials they're made of don't make it possible to date them beyond a certain point. It's just, it's just not possible to do that. So you have to rely on One, the story yeah. that you find the most interesting. <laughs> One of the most interesting stories uh, for me was Napoleon Bonaparte's visit to the pyramids. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. And the, the stories around it were interesting. And then I heard that uh, Napoleon's soldiers were using the face of the Sphinx for target practice. And that's how the nose got blown off and destroyed. And then, <laughs> and then I started to ask recently, how do I even know if Napoleon is a real person or a character? Like Napoleon is very tied into the Egypt idea, the pyramids idea, the Sphinx idea, the wars in Europe idea. And for years, I was just saying, that's really cool and that's really interesting, this historical figure, until I finally came where we are now and I said, how do I even know this is a real person? 
This is like a mythical figure. This is like a recent modern mythical figure. I don't want to yeah, send anybody another great point. Who's, you know, into Alexander or Jesus or uh, Peter the Great or any of that. But it, it seems so similar to, to those legends. Do you know what I mean? If you've read any of Dumas, uh, Alexander Dumas, in particular, uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, then mm -hmm. Napoleon is a key figure in that story as well, and his exile mm -hmm. is mentioned. The fact that he's mentioned in all these pivotal stories, uh, which are really the, the foundation of culture creation of that period, and which linger to this day, and if you ask any French person about the French Revolution and what formed the modern France of today, they'll, they'll refer back to people like Napoleon and mm. what he's credited with doing. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's likely that they're all somewhat revisionist histories at the very least. And there's a pretty strong possibility that they're fake. Possibly entirely fake. I'm going to be very bold here. And um, something that stuck with me recently is someone put it out there that before there was Hitler to be feared and hated and reviled and taught about throughout classrooms, there was Napoleon. And Napoleon was Hitler before Hitler to be taught about, to be reviled, to be feared to be learned from and what stuck with me is not only that maybe if classrooms and schools are teaching things that we can't verify and are not true everybody learned about napoleon i don't know napoleon was that intentional that they're saying that napoleon's a character and hitler's a character and so the same way every so often we have to have someone who would uh, be a terrible, uh, conquering, dictator-type person, that Napoleon is pro-Hitler or Hitler is after Napoleon. Have you ever heard this? I couldn't believe it. I have it, not. But, I have not. No. But and the first time I, I heard it, I said, maybe that's something to it. They, they could well like be Hitler, twentieth century Napoleon. Look, here are the pictures. Here's the video. Here's the war. And everybody hate, everybody dislike, and everybody be fascinated by. And where they differ, not long where, before they were doing that with Napoleon. Where they differ is Napoleon has been romanticized to the point of being a bit of a rogue these days. I think if you were to look at, if you were to ask a French person what they think of Napoleon, they would not describe him in the same sort of terms as they might describe Hitler. They would, they would be more kind person. to him. I think they're, they're going to learn about him above and, you know, more than anyone else would because it's part of their history. Right. They wouldn't describe him in the same kind of terms as Hitler. I don't. I don't believe they would do that. Well, a funny so, thing to think about yeah. is that Napoleon was not a true French person. He was a Corsican. 
Hitler was not a true German. He was an Austrian and maybe of not-so-Germanic heritage. I think there's a parallel there. The person who's not really you and not really of you comes to lead you and... Uh, that's, that's a great and topical topic right now. Uh, in the UK, um, we have our first brown prime minister. So a lot of people, a lot of people are struggling with that. Yeah, good point. And Justin Trudeau as well. Is he mm-hmm. of Cuban stock, for example? Castrudo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a running theme, wow. isn't it, with these world leaders? They they often have these details about themselves. Does that does that allow a bit of national apology? That yeah, yeah, but he wasn't really one of us. Yeah, yeah, we were kind of duped, but that's not really who we are. Right, I need to take a short break. Um, I will yes. be on the line. But unable to speak. Uh, can I play a song on here, or we can't play a song? On here? I don't know. I think if you know how to do it, you can. I'm not sure if uh, Wild Times Three enabled that feature, but it used to be possible. Yeah. I'll open another window. I'll play a YouTube song. Maybe after I return, it'll be okay. All right. Maybe time. Did you manage to figure out how to play the music? I haven't heard any, so I'm guessing the answer is no. Oh, you didn't hear it? I was enjoying it until a moment ago. How did you do it? I've got the headphones plugged in. What, you were playing playing the music through the headphones? No, well, I don't know. Or you're you're listening to it on your own? And I played something on YouTube, and right. it, my headphones were in. I heard it like long time ago when I first started with Ab. I played something. He's like, "Oh, I hear music, and you should do that through the whatever bot server." But don't. Yeah, do there's it. a bot that can play it. it well, things have changed have a lot on the server. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't That's work right. anymore. That's right. Well, for those who are interested, I was playing Super Tramp Long Way Home. Take a long way home. Shazam! Listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. I think that's my favorite jingle. What is that tune? Do you happen to know? Fakeologist 7, who just joined, would know. Ah, here he is. Ab. Hello, Ab. Question Good. For you. Hey, how's 
Hi, DB, DB user is here. Sorry, I didn't look DB at DB user slash DB zombie icon. Dave, whichever you prefer. All right. What do you prefer? Being a zombie or a Dave? Or either, either's fine, yeah. Don't really care. All right. How is Japan? Japan is wonderful. It's a beautiful evening. The stars look magnificent. I'm looking at, what is it, Jupiter next to the moon right now, I think. I can't really <laughs> tell which, which, which star it is, but it looks beautiful. Oh, amazing. I was just looking up Japan and the other day on the world debt clock, seeing how Japan is one of the highest debt to GDP ratios, three to one, I think. It is the highest, Great. but there's a bit of a there's a bit of an asterisk next to that statement, which is that most of it is owned by the Japanese themselves. It's not owned by third party. Okay, so they could they could cancel it at any time, I guess. In a way, like that. The they idea? could, and as long as the as long as the people who hold that debt don't call it in, and which they never would, then there's no real risk. Oh, that's interesting. That sounds like a better thing for them to own their own debt. Exactly. I think the Japanese have nailed it, actually. If you, if you think about the, the setup of other countries where they're sort of at the mercy of, like, is it the US is at the mercy of China and China is at the mercy of the US and blah, 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 depending on whether you believe all of that or not, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you have a song for me? Is that where we're at in today's chat? <laughs> We, we, oh, well, I thought we were going to we try were asking. Him, Ken, Ken was doing it just for himself, very selfishly, very Sorry. selfishly. Yeah, we Is were Ken asking a, a few break. questions? Is there... I, I got so many questions, people can't get a word in edgewise. I apologize. I'm eager. You're the great interrogator of the site. You got me pinned. Yeah, I got bored sitting on the platform. I've gone for a walk. Yeah. I apologize if there's any background noise. <laughs> I can't hear anything. You're good. It's very quiet around where I live. There's not much going on. Do you see James Corbett walking around? He's in Japan. No, nah, he's on the other side of the country. So what you're yeah, in Toronto, joking. right? You're in Toronto, yeah. so he would be on the equivalent of Vancouver, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that no, far, no, huh? no, 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 no. Not that far. Northern shores of Lake Ontario. Yeah. Maybe the southern shores of Lake Ontario. Yeah, that'd be Rochester. (laughs) (laughs) So are you you starting your business today? I am, yeah. I'm, I'm heading out. Traffic is light. Everyone's remembering on Remembrance Day where... The government and the banks get the day off, but everyone else does not. Because there's yeah, don't forget, never forget to bring death into the room on the 11th of November. It's very important that everyone does that. Yeah, D- D- Dave J would have a terrible time today up here. Terrible. JL, do you bring up a point about traumatizing youth by asking them to? Remember and think about death and be hurt by something they never saw, they never witnessed. Yeah, it's trauma, mind control day, for sure. Is Armistice Day observed in Canada? 
I was going to ask the same thing. What are they doing? Canada? Oh, can you say it again? You're very choppy here. Say again. What, what are they? What I'll are they let, doing? Canada I'll, let, I'll let Dave ask it. Am I coming Today is up? Remembrance Day. Today is Remembrance Day, where you wear a poppy. Remembrance Day is Armistice Day. Yes. Yes. It's yes. I don't know what they call it in the UK. I think yeah, they we do call it Armistice Day or Remembrance Day. Yeah, but do you guys have ceremonies at the at the tombs or at the uh, obelisks around England? Oh boy, do we! Yeah, every school child will yeah. be doing a minute silence. Yeah, so it's a British thing because they don't do it in the U.S. I don't think. Is this when people wear the poppies? Yeah. Oh, somebody joined. Who's that? Celine. Hello, Celine. Go ahead. Louder, Celine. Louder. <laughs> Morning. Say it again, but this time with feeling. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning, Celine. You sound a lot like Gaia. Yeah, it's a, a very good observation there. That's uh, hard to miss, I would say, with my voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first so time in four this? and a half years. First time in four and a half years I took down my server and my account, my main account. Why? What happened? Give us the drama. We love drama. As Marcus, who doesn't listen to this show, says, all we are here for is drama. That's all we do. So let's is, let's give him some. That's a nice projection of his uh, reasons. Uh, for me, it's the opposite. Exactly. But I, I, exactly. Uh, <laughs> in the verified chat, I shared a screenshot of it, the email that Discord sent me, very open and outright on what basis they take down service. So they listed there. Oh, okay. I don't know if they send that email to you, in the verified no, chat, got- verified chat. So you got taken down by Discord? Yeah. Verified chat. I posted the, I shared the email they sent me. Okay, I'll look disabled. At it. Yeah. What did you, what happened? You, you, you have a small server for God's sakes. Exactly. And that is why I came, came on air. Uh, I, uh, Zombie Dave and hi, Comcard Ken. Good morning. Um, because uh, I, I was, yeah, Selena got, I just want to point out something. Yeah. You told me to keep an eye on what happened with the moon. I think everything is not coincidental that you were Gaia, and now you are Selene, you were the Earth, and now you are the moon. You predicted your own self with your own words that uh, here on Earth we will look at the moon and uh, please observe what will happen happen in this many days. Amazing that you have come back as the moon. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I know James. I love James. I think it's very interesting. Uh, it, it's very funny that you bring this up because it's true that uh, there was the, the, the lunar eclipse. Well, I couldn't see it because it's because of Gaia. Gaia was clouding the skies, so I couldn't see it. But I had this account and I just just checked it. I right, had this account. So this your, account your, since your, your land was eclipsed. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So now, now here you are reflecting yourself. Yeah, that's it, and that's what I posted in the in the chat. These resets don't touch me. I uh, I, te- I I talked uh, off air with Wild Times, and in the beginning, remember in the uh, the Corona cost in May it was here they spoke about yeah and we're gonna open up again and uh, yeah right the world will be freer again, and then they fooled mm-hmm. us. And I was fooled by it. And then I decided I'm not going to be fooled by any resets anymore, any of this anymore. It's not touching me. So the fact that I lost my four and a half year work, because this is my work, right? Podcasting, DJing, keeping a server. That I lost it uh, doesn't do anything. Uh, it does do something, of course, but it's, I just start fresh. It's a, it's a reset. Okay. Then, then, then reset. I commiserate with you, but I want to ask you a question because you know about numbers and numerology and symbols. Did you think about how today is 11-11, Armistice Day, the reset, the no more great war, and everything is, what is the first number of reset? One, 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 one. We go one, 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 and we are resetting. Did you think that's significant? Yeah, great point. And I would say there's another one. We live in a binary society, so we have ones and zeros. So one, zero, one, one is, is let's say, the first two positives or so, right? Mm-hmm. One plus one makes one. Pete Townsend said that from The Who. Right, da, right Zombie Day? It depends if you have twins or triplets. Sorry, I'm in a noisy shop. I'm I'm on mute. (laughs) All right. Well, Pete Townsend can't hear very well either, so that's kind of funny that uh, Zombie Dave can't hear too well and Pete Townsend can't hear too well. Everything is very good. Yeah, you can you can draw lines all over the place. Hey, um, so Gaia, well, can you just tell me what the email said? What was the reason? Yeah, here. It says, I will read it out now. This account disabled violation of TOS slash community guidelines no notification. Hello. Discord is focused on maintaining a safe and secure environment for our community. We have found your account to be in my account. Okay. We found your account to be in violation of our terms of service or community guidelines. As a result, we have disabled your account for the following reason. Your account posted false or misleading health information that we determined was likely to result in harm. Examples of this content include but are not limited to anti-vaccination content, medically unsupported and dangerous cures for disease, content that distorts information about the disease, Content that could hinder the resolution of a public health emergency. Sincerely, Discord, trust and safety. Yeah, I think I got that email too. So that's a form letter. But they specify things very outright, and it's very ironic because if if the yeah, I'm not clicking the links of these uh, guidelines though, but just this email, anyone who is running a pro-fighter, pro-vaccination server who posts 
examples of anti-vaxxer content or so, something like that, are eligible as well to be taken out. Of course, it's a different message and I don't know how it works, but it, it's strange that this happens after four and a half years. And I have not been active. I, I'm not an, an active anti-vaxxer, as you know me, right? I focus on philosophy and detachment and so on, not about that. So I don't know what it was. Maybe I use, my use of the word co-videocracy probably, and that only proves it right. Were you, did, did other people put stuff on your server, though? Yeah, but very little. It, it was a hangout server with uh, with podcasts, but not not active posting like you have. Not not daily active posting like that, no. Oh, well. Easy come, easy go. That's it. And there's a new server already. I will uh, arrange it when it's started. In the end, they cannot get to us. Doesn't matter what they do. That is our victory. If they cannot get to us mentally, they cannot get authority over us. It's a long process. A long, drawn-out process. It's a Castellini, do you think consent is required? Or do you think they can do it without our consent? They don't care about consent. Did you hear what Frank, an ounce of salt, recently was saying about four... Uh, four doors. Four, four doors, about two honorable ways of answering and two unhonorable or dishonorable ways of answering. That involved consent where you say, I agree, I agree conditionally, I remain silent, or I say no and disagree. Have you heard this? I was listening to a great conversation about four days ago with Abin and Ounce of Salt. Yeah, I like that. Frank's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. I, he has a background in it, and I come from the complete opposite angle of having complete no background, but I test myself, uh, not not uh, consciously, but I, I'm put in situations where I'm confronted with that system that I don't understand and don't subscribe to, the law. And so when I talk with the police and so on, I can talk on a human level, and I don't know the legal terms and all these kind of things, and I, I don't care, but yeah, I, I at least find not disagreement or uh, resistance or so on. So one of the things he mentioned was if you make a statement three times and the law officer does not uh, disagree or challenge you, that it becomes established. An example, you say, I'm a living man. And the police officer says, what? And you say, I'm a living man. And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. You say, I'm a living man. He says, you're being weird if you've got that recorded. You have established that you are a living man, not subject to the things they do to a dead person or uh, 
you know, someone who has the number and is not being represented. Straw man, thank you. Does he have any yeah, examples have of that actually being done? I was wondering if um, Salini Gaia heard about that. No, again, and it's a good question by Zombie Dave, if he has examples where he has shown that he succeeded in it. It's great, because that's why I podcast, and yeah, my police stories are on air. I'm, I, my guess is... My guess is, my guess is the fourth and fifth and sixth time he says I'm a living man, he's in the back of a police car. <laughs> After being tased. Yeah, I'm a living man. I'm a living man. Yeah, as he's being tased and sh and shoved head first into the back seat of a cop car. That's the practical reality of it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to work. I know that, the, I think I read somewhere that the court systems in Canada are uh, have a whole handbook on how to deal with people that are claiming they're living men and sovereign because more and more people are trying it. And, uh, of course, it doesn't matter if you consent to their system. You're in their system. Because you're, they just think everyone's in the system. They just assume. Yes. So they don't have any way of reacting if you claim you're not. Uh, and these these guys here on the street, these police, they they get the minimum salary here, which is two hundred thirty dollars a month. I mean, they have no knowledge of the law and these kind of things. It only annoys them, and it it wouldn't work here. So indeed, that's that's what happened. What you say with with Frank? Yeah. With, in the back of the car, it would be the same thing here. But you still can reason very well on a human level with police officers and with other so-called authority personnel. I've done it. How does that salary compare to the average income? Are they down at the bottom of the yeah, scale? Yeah, average income is very hard to, to say, but yeah, it's bottom of the scale. Yeah, bottom. So why would anyone expect them to know anything, really? They're just yeah. likely to be blue-collar, absolute bottom of the barrel, don't know anything. Well, they're selected because they have at least psychological insight. They're reasonable people in most of the time. They're police officers, luckily. After the break. Ciao. <laughs> Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value-for-value value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form, from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to Fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. I happen to be one of those funders myself, and I'm very happy to continue doing it. I've been doing it now for about three or four years. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Zombie Jay. Work. That's very kind of you. Yeah, I hope I have you on the uh, donor page. You do, yeah. Okay, good. Well, thank you very much. Very kind of you. Very kind. I um, really think people should fund. Any content or platform they think is good, I think it's a great thing to do. Value, Even if it's a dollar. A great idea. Yeah, you like it, huh? Good, me too. 
She was saying that. Working hard to get uh, the best gems out, but I've been mixing and uh, uh, jamming out a lot uh, last days. But it's not finished yet. But uh, you will hear your own words on air, your best words on air. Last I heard from you, Gaia, there was a show you were going to do. Uh, one of your friends was going to uh, was going to do a concert. Maybe it would be uh, filmed and. That go yeah. well? Yeah, no, it was was great. It was uh, last Saturday, my uh, flatmate uh, Smooth Johnny, rapper Smooth Johnny, had his first mm-hmm. uh, concert, first performance, and it was really nice. It was really good atmosphere, nice people. Nobody was masked. I was just in an area, and you have to understand that still on the streets, forty percent here around me is masked. So. When you're in an area, that was the same thing with the uh, the hip hop concert uh, where I went just as uh, as uh, as audience with my friends in July. But this was uh, Johnny's uh, performance, and uh, he performed three songs. I filmed everything, I shared the feedback with him, and so it's nice. And the filmmakers, Nico Kubrick and Danny Riefenstahl, I love the nicknames I gave them, and uh, they love them too. They come on the air soon. Uh, in English, because uh, he speaks English, uh, and Nico speaks English, Danny uh, probably as well. So They're Dutchmen? No, they're Colombians, but uh, they, uh, oh, Nico, okay. he works for uh, international clients. He has been in the U.S. Uh, traveling like my former life, uh, sleeping in five-star hotels and working your ass off and having a James Bond life. He, ha- he has that. So he is, uh, if you look at the video, Smooth Johnny Secreció El Muchacho, that was filmed in uh, Johnny's uh, old home where he lived before he came in here. Um, I was there at the filming of the video. It's beautiful. It's uh, filmed by them. And yeah, I'm stunned by the quality and by what they produce. So I'm happy that they are on podcast here. And they are already um, dealing a shift. They are doing barter trade. They're doing service for service. They try to get uh, money out of... uh, the equation as well and so we will talk about these kind of things a shift uh, philosophy mm-hmm. uh, they may believe in in, in corona and uh, probably in space travel and nukes and so but that is secondary to me it's for me it's important that people understand the animal farm and that we are stronger period doesn't matter what people say uh, sorry babette you can make the freemasons as big as you want but they have no meaning in my life so the fact that they have meaning in your life is only you to solve that. It's ridiculous. You shouldn't be dominated by people who should have no authority in your life. So they are already on that level of thinking. And that's what it's about for me. So that's what I am already was about as well. Uh, philosophy got a, got a, and detachment. Yeah. I've got a question for you. Yeah. We, we were just talking about the example where you, if you say something three times, you've you've established the fact and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, what would happen is the police would just bundle you in the back of the meat wagon and off you would go. That's likely what would be the outcome, right? Uh, it depends so, so, on, on what, why you were taken uh, or why you were arrested or why the police comes to you. Because I literally had the El Pacino plus scene here in front of the police. He stepped up to me, but I wasn't taken away. I wasn't arrested. There was no, uh, no, uh, what was it? No, no form. There is no, I, I was completely myself. I was completely sober. 
and I, yeah, I shouted to the administrator that I don't accept their authority in front of the police. Yeah, and they right. stepped up to me because I was disrespecting a woman. Yeah, if they send the woman, I don't care. It's the administration, the the new world order that's happening here. That's what I fight here. And so I don't care if it's a woman that's the representative. And I said to the police and also to her, yeah, I don't care about her personally. It's not about her personally. I uh, detest what they're doing to us, the, 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 the company the, the, behind it. So I live here for six years. My question. Yeah, your question I think, is. I, already, I think I already know the answer, but my question is, do you think it's more important just to stick to your guns and yeah. stick to your principles, even if it causes you to get bundled in the back of that that wagon or is it sometimes more pragmatic to just pretend and go on with your day oh that is everybody's choice to make i'm not i'm not the one who decides it it's up to everyone but my people ask that for me yeah why guy why do you keep fighting why do you do this that you ask me to not be myself i have always done this from a young age we lived in an one-way street we played football on the street and it was a street uh, car coming the wrong way are just sitting on the hood until they left. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? So I see this is. I've always been this. I've always been this. So yeah, uh, Chris Kendall was also like it. He was also a resistance fighter from principle. So uh, Frank chooses his ways because of his knowledge and about the law and all that, which is great. And your idea or your suggestion, your question is is. What it's about, app, or sorry, app. Frank should uh, make short videos. He, I know he makes videos, can at least uh, make videos of examples where this works. It can be reenacted even, but it's, ideally it's not. It's just in real life. I mean, ideally I would have the camera here and I can show you the, uh, me acting uh, up here against the police, right? But I uh, podcast about it. <laughs> and the uh, funny thing is, my neighbor, my neighbor saw the police coming in. And he listened to the podcast and he thought that it was about that, but it was the time before. So he thought he saw the third time they came in here and uh, he listened to I've the second time. But suspicion. yeah, I've yeah. got a strong suspicion that when this works, it's not because the police are acknowledging you as a living man, for example, it's because they can't be bothered to deal with you. So they just let you go on your no, way. It, no, there is a real here in Colombia, there is a real fundamental human level connection with the police. The police to be admitted that he smoked fucking pot. I don't know, but that is not normal. That is not happening in the US. Even in Holland, you have to be very personal with the police. They would do that. But this is the police are so underpaid here and Colombians are so understanding of that there are facts because we live in a second world country, same in third world and other war-torn countries, people are much more awake because it's obvious that the, the animal farm is, is, is fucking us, right? If you live in, in organized Sweden, yeah, then it's very easy to believe that the animal farm is the best thing possible, of course, right? So the, the, the police is, aside, uh, second is doing world their job. was a communist Eastern bloc. Uh, second world is not uh, something we usually talk about today. No, I, I use like this the first. Countries. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, good point. Uh, that is from a political uh, 
uh, communism, capitalism, uh, dialectic right. point of view. We but I, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, no, but it's unfair. You shouldn't call Colombia third world. This is not, uh, uh, Rollo can, can, can uh, attest to it, right? He is a witness. This is second world. Uh, Thailand. I just mean uh, second uh, world uh, is like Cuba or North Korea. It, it, yeah, but second world in, in terms of economic development, it's developing countries, but it's not the pure poverty. I've been in Sudan. I, I've been in El Salvador. That's, well, that's, that's different. You, it's not, there's a first world and a third world. Where's the second world then? Economically speaking. <laughs> developing countries. Well, that's why I use the word second world for Colombia, for, Malaysia, right? It's not, it's not uh, Nigerian slums and so. That's third world, right? And India. Yeah, they're, they're referred to. They're referred to as developing countries in in my yeah. industry. Yeah. Okay. Dead. But it means that people are awake enough, and it's the same thing in Thailand. I mean, you cannot uh, um, uh, openly criticize the king and so. There are all kinds of laws against that. But come on. Yeah, I've not been to Thailand, but I've spoken with friends who have been to Thailand. So, and people under themselves, they talk. I've been to Cuba in the taxis. People talk openly. <laughs> also, there on the street, man, in 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 Havana, it was I was there with a Dutch friend, and on the street, there were people who were um, guiding us around. Not not really guiding us around. We asked them, "Yeah, what, do you know a nice salsa bar?" And so they, yeah, walk with us. It's two blocks. And and then the police came and they took them away. And I want to make a scene uh, against the police, of course. And my friend stopped me. Uh, so he did what you uh, said there, Zombie Dave. Uh, maybe sometimes uh, better to calm down. And so, yeah, it was because they were just taking them away because they thought they were, yeah, we, we were talking about politics. But we were not, but right? just a few miles. Yeah. That, that really hurt, that you're so helpless at that moment. And then, yeah, the state has authority. I know that, right? I'm not crazy. It's just, um, I don't grant them more authority than they have. I know, I told the police, I respect you as an authority because you're an established authority for ages. That's true. And this administrator is not. So if we compare authorities, I'd rather have the police on my side than the administration. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, choose your battles, right? It's that. It's choose your battles. And yeah, I choose a lot of battles. Yeah. Have you heard of BRICS before? B-R-I-C-S. Yeah. yeah, and you have another one, the um, the extra where there's other countries. Um, uh, there's Vietnam in there and Colombia is in there. and That's right. Tanzania, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, S- Scotland. No, South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that is just a grouping of countries. But there are these countries, and Colombia is one of these strong countries. Mm. Uh, same in Asia, you have these. I don't know. I've not been there. Cambodia, I would say, or something. Right, the countries that other people have an image of. That it's not great. And that's why they are are great, comparatively speaking. I'm, I'm very happy to be, I'm, I've not, never had the feeling, no, I want to leave Colombia. I, I'm not happy here, I'm not happy. I'm 
of course, dealing with the same issues that everyone has, but I'm openly talking about it, about the black mirror and people are addicted to it and all that, even to people who are addicted to it. So giving them the mirror, but calling on that Colombian feeling, yeah, we should talk with each other. That is Colombia. We take time for each other, for your neighbors, for your friends, for people. You're not your friends. You make friends very fast here. That is, that's how life is. And that's how I want to live it. And sometimes, yeah, you come across the uh, transhumanist uh, wave that everybody needs. And, but I have enough allies always. That's a great thing because I'm defending that what is organic, that what I fell in love with, the organic Colombia, where people talk and not are addicted to screams, example. Listen, we, we said, we, you said, let's start early. Well, is this a good early start of the Friday 11-11 fireside chat? Thank you for the name again, Mism. I was hoping Mism would speak too. She's still keeping on mute. Maybe it's too early and she's still in the garden and just listening in. It's possible. Um, Gaia Selene, can I ask you about your, your idea of allies? And you talked about people being allies. How do you define allies? How do you know who your allies? How do you know when they won't turn on you and you can trust them? Yeah, that, that's that's always the issue. I cannot, of course. But, yeah, from a young age, me and also my sister, we have been trained in dealing with psychologically challenging conditions. And that made us very, yeah, very strong in psycho vision and analyzing who is a potential ally and who is not. My my flatmate has the same, and he commented that about me as well. He gives me feedback about me, and that's great because I learned about myself because of him, and he also, vice versa, it's great. So he also has a uh, sharp eye, it's a uh, hawk eye. You see him in the video, uh, in the rap video, and you, you probably can establish that. So that's why he invited me also to keep... I didn't to know keep, you had a sister. No, that's also why he he uh, kept... Uh, he asked me for Saturday to keep an eye on security, to keep an eye on what's going on. And yeah, I've done that in the past in several uh, situations for other people as well. Just Keep keeping an eye on things, and yeah, that's what I do naturally. So it's great. So yeah, your question, yeah, that is always yeah. Uh, the yeah. You never know who will turn on you and so on. But I have had literally on the street here scenes where I have forty, fifty potential enemies. I have Molly on the street barking to some crazy guy, and they prove they're crazy because they start kicking and. Uh, attacking Molly. So yeah, then I uh, intervene and start uh, fighting if it's needed. And sometimes it happens. And then I have 50 people here in the village just watching. And uh, and then sometimes they want to grab me, get to me. I've been in fights with other people. But I just keep defending what is true is that these people are crazy because Molly could be any dog, could be a street dog, as she was. And they have a relation at that moment with an animal and they should solve it. So last time I, I said all the time, yeah, try that with a tiger. And tiger here means a jaguar, but 
doesn't mean, matter. Try it with a tiger, behaving like that. And then, bye-bye. It's, it, these people do not understand how to deal with animals. That's fine. They can live somewhere in the countryside, uh, far away from animals. But if you decide to live in a city, you have to deal with what is there in the city. And animals are part of the city. Uh, dogs uh, are part of the city. And there could be dogs that don't like you and start barking to you. You should know how to deal with that situation. I'm not responsible. They look at me. I'm not responsible. Molly is my dog. I am legally responsible for if she starts to bite someone. Yes, I know how that works. But uh, there is a relation, especially at that moment. Molly is completely out of control. And she needs to be calmed by the person she has an issue with, namely that guy or mostly guys on the street. And they need to solve that. It's not me. So they will end up in all these situations without me. Same thing. If there's not a dog. Not Molly, not me. Same thing. So I've told the police outright that this country needs a campaign that that is not here, right? It is not all of this state fluff. Luckily, it's not here so much. There is something, but not not so much as in uh, as in uh, especially Holland and Sweden and so all this this uh, culture creation by the state and so it's very much much less here. But yeah, in this case, it would be good because it's not the first time it happens. It happens all the time. But I'm not afraid, and I just keep going on. And yeah, I sometimes have people who want to attack me and kick me, and I don't know what. But yeah, that's that's what happens. I don't choose that. I'm not uh, choosing this situation, but uh, and I uh, can luckily I've fo- gained a lot of foresight from Molly. Thinking ahead is I can stop her in her tracks before she starts attacking people. I don't. Know. It's not attacking. She starts barking. It's not biting and anything, but. She just smells, senses the the motherfuckers on the street. And I said it outright to the people watching. And, uh, yeah, you should uh, leash your dog and so. And I uh, tell them, no, she helps me in identifying who are the motherfuckers in the society. This guy, after the break. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. This is Calm Card Ken from Abroad. And you're listening to Fakeologist Audio at Fakeologist.com. That's good. That's good. Bros. That's good. That's good. It's always nice when the persons on the call are actually on the bumper as well. <laughs> I love the endorsement. Amp said that's good. That's good. It's almost at the risk of being sacrilegious. And God yeah. said it was good. Yeah, and it's How about Zombie Dave? Do you want to do a bumper? <laughs> I, I did one as DB user. I don't. Is it worth doing another one as Zombie Dave? It'll sound exactly. Oh, you have. Oh no, it's okay. Absolutely. I just want to make sure you did one. Absolutely. So you have I can done one. it okay. for my current branding, if you like. Yeah, That's if you want to, you can do it. That's how we talked as DB user in the past. Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, there we go. There we go. Now all the pe- puzzle pieces are clicking together, and all those old, uh, all those old <laughs> conflicts and arguments are coming back. No, that's the thing. That's all irrelevant. Corona should have made that irrelevant. The Great Reset, the Great really Mindset, should have, should have made us made it irrelevant. These things. It's about how do we protect ourselves from these freaks. Well, if yes, you want to do one, you can. DB user, it's up to you. You can. Um... Whatever you want. 
I'll do it another time. I'm a bit congested at the moment, which uh, you know I'm always congested, but I'm particularly so today. So oh dear, Yeah, bloody allergies. This country just hits me with allergies constantly. Oh yeah, now I can hear it. If you if you would eat half a wasabi root, I think it would go away. I have I mean, to the say, uh, go ahead. Now, the Japanese, they have so many, don't they have so many organic natural remedies on their island, their enclosed islands? Uh, as, as opposed really. to the big pharma? No? They, they probably do have them, but it's like anywhere else. The pharma has overtaken it. I mean, I, no. I'm in a city, right? I'm in I'm in Tokyo, so I see I see the city view of the world, not the countryside view. No, I, I get it, but and it's it's more extreme your 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 uh, contrast. I have not I've not been to Japan, unfortunately, but yeah, it's it's common knowledge that Tokyo is the extreme. Uh, uh, flashing pinball machines and, and lights everywhere, let's say. And if you go into the deep, deep countryside of Japan, you can find uh, people who uh, don't even know that the war was over. So, and then they find themselves <laughs> in a new war, right? <laughs> yeah, they probably do exist. Um, one, one thing they're big on here is Chinese medicine. So if you go to the doctor and they don't know what's wrong with you, but they don't think it's worth giving you regular medicine, they'll give you this packet of white powder and you're not you're never quite sure what's in it i suppose that's true of normal medicine too but they just say take this and you'll feel fine and often that is the case because it's just some herbs and spices and things pepper and salt yeah i've had that happen a few times even if you just took salt everyone's salt intake is low according to frank that probably helps yeah salt and water Mm -hmm. I've set my clock, my friend. That guy's all right. No, he's pretty good. We like him. We keep him around. All right. Is I'm going to out soon. All <laughs> right. Late. What time is it there? Nearly midnight. Quarter to midnight. Tomorrow. So it's going to be tomorrow any day now. Or any minute now. Any, any moment. Well, have a good weekend. Have a happy Saturday and Sunday. And Thank you, and I hope you have a good day, too. I think I'll call it right now. Cheers, guys. Yeah, good night. There right, goes Zombie Dave from Japan, Tokyo. Yeah, he is the only one in a bigger city than me, probably. Right? Uh, L.A. is... Toronto's pretty. How big is yeah. Bogota? Yeah, the if you count Bogota, the metropolitan area, and all the illegal Venezuelans, I count ten million people. If you look it up, it says eight point six or something like that. But it is uh, Suacha is a, is in uh, another met, uh, municipality where you have another eight hundred thousand people. So, yeah, uh, 
It, it is uh, more or less than known people, but uh, uh, Tokyo is uh, is bigger. There's no doubt. It's the biggest city. Wow. Well, the Toronto area is pretty big. The Golden Horseshoe, which is around the lake, is about 10 million people. So mm. yeah, I don't know I, if that's more spread out yeah. than Bogota, maybe. No, it's comparable, probably. Yes, yes. And in terms of high buildings, a bit to the center of uh, downtown uh, Toronto, and that is, yeah, it, it's not like New York or so. And that is also how Bogota is. There's high buildings, but it's not like uh, uh, hundreds of skyscrapers. Yeah, it's comparable. The Toronto is, um, I think they're just proposing, uh, there's a couple building, residential buildings, residential slash hotel buildings that are going over 100 stories, 100 floors. That's happening right now. So it's, they love to live in the clouds. I don't see what the, I don't really see what the uh, benefit is of living on the 100th floor where you catch the, uh, Catch the wind, the oh, noise man. of the wind, just the swaying of the building. I'm not sure I could take that. And la- last night the power went out, and that's what I thought that I didn't have Discord access, but uh, yeah, my server was taken up. And then, yeah, uh, I didn't want to go downstairs, of course, 16 floors. I cannot imagine 100 floors. You have to go downstairs. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Especially if you have bad knees. Good luck. I mean, a, a nice view is, of course, always preferred. But you don't need one on the floor for a nice You're stupid. And you live in New York City. You're stupid. Or Phil City, Did you back up your uh, server with Xenon? No, I didn't do any of that. So it's a complete fresh restart. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, I don't know why, but I've backed up my stakeholders with Xenon. Let's see if it uh, restores properly. Uh, now, three days ago, it was five years ago that I started my podcast career here. Nism is here. She's not speaking up. App is here. You are speaking up. Oh, and uh, in March of the next year, I made my server. So, started Who's here. Who set up your server? I, I, I started my server just uh, a couple of months ago, four months ago after I started here. But, yeah, it could be that I invited, well, I, I didn't invite in. I got in one person. That could be. And the other person was also a member here. So I don't know if that is related. The only people I can think of that could snitch or sell a server. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that is. It's my account. They, they block my account. And by that, the server. Servers that are attached to, owned by that account. That's, I think, how it works. Yeah. Um, but I haven't posted any so-called anti-sexist it doesn't matter if they, if they don't like you you're gone that's all it is 
They don't need a reason. No, but do they specify this? This is completely only about disease and medical and and facts. There's nothing about uh, racism or nothing about any other so-called reason they have. So this this specific thing, is this normal to always give like this standard? Well, I think that's the form letter I got. It covers just about anything and everything. So why do they need a reason? They could just say, we don't like you. Get lost. Yeah, but, their property. But they don't need yeah. a reason, man. No, I understand how that works. But it is the first time that my account is swiped. The first time I served by that as well. And I... I don't go around posting videos uh, on FakeTube or something, right? Or on, uh, right? I don't do that. So if I would do that, it would make sense and they take down my account because of these reasons. And but it, it's not. It's nonsensical. Again, there's no logic required. They can do whatever they want. It's their playground. That, that's why this is the only speculation about it. I'm not bothered about it. I just restart them. So I've, I've lost uh, discs before. I've lost uh, music collection before. I've lost so many things before. My my own father disinherited my sister. I mean, all our own wow. stuff. So, yeah, uh, nice guy. Yeah, that's the thing. I've suffered so many psychological uh, um, challenges like that. That's uh, It's only strengthened. Johnny has warned me as well, Tropical G, he warned me, uh, yeah, they can take away Molly. And now they came here with a uh, sheet that you have to fill in the data and so uh, about your, uh, the people who live here and so So instead of uh, saying, yeah, sorry, instead of saying nunca, what I said before about Molly's vaccination, I now said natural. And it's double because they, they can interpret it as naturally she is vaccinated. Uh, of course, she is, she, is, uh, she is vaccinated, but it means she is natural, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Let's say hi to Mism. She wants to talk. Optimism. Are you here? Optimism. That's funny. Optimism. Just, uh, we could call her she, optimism. She says she is only listening. She said that uh, 44 minutes ago. So she's probably only listening. Okay. Well, I don't have much to say. I just wanted to say hi to everybody. We'll be back Saturday morning. Yeah, I... Uh was working yesterday on our recording of last week, and there we, uh, Mism said we should start earlier on Friday. So that's why I thought she came in to oh, start earlier on yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, this is good for European time, for sure. And that is that was uh, my invite, because of various perspectives that the Europeans can only give. And that is already, for me, it's fading already because Europe is out of my experience for so long, a day-to-day experience, right? We talked about old buildings, right? But Europeans understand that history is not 200 years old. It may be shorter than whatever, but not that, right? 
if you're living in Dubai or in Australia, that's different. But if you live in Europe, yeah, you're surrounded by. Hey, do you know many uh, Portuguese in Colombia? They have a community there. Yeah, there. It's there are communities here, but but I don't know any Portuguese here, and it's probably not so big because I would go to Brazil probably. But um, no, I don't know them, but. There are communities of immigrants, but I saw official figures that the Dutch immigrants are smaller or the same uh, number as the Hungarian immigrants. That's quite stunning. Um, what do you know about the Boers? I was listening. I'm going to get a guy uh, on who's a Boer. Okay, uh, nice. Where, yeah. I'm going to get him on. He's in Canada now. i got to contact him. But I didn't realize there was a difference between the Boers and the Afrikaners. But they, they were both Dutch, but not really. Because Boer, the Boer area of Europe, it comprised Germany, France, Belgium, Holland. It was an area. Do you know about that? Uh, the, the, the word Boer literally means farmer. And so Afrikaans is very Dutch-based, uh, of course. And so what I think Boers refer to is only... The, the migrants who went from the Cape Colony to the Vrijstaat um, in the uh, northeast uh, because of the British, uh, so-called British, but mostly uh, uh, crypto-Jewish uh, crypto um, um, explosion. Uh, and, uh, of course, with the discovery of the, uh, the diamonds, that was the domain uh, and the gold. South Africa was the main change there but the history of south africa is very interesting to me and so um the settlement of it and the difference between yeah, the afrikaners are just the descendants from uh, dutch uh, settlers who speak afrikaans right that is what afrikaner means and afrikaner can be a racial thing they they can be referred to white people it can also refer to mixed have a lot of so-called colors there, right? Mixed race people, just like here, and um, also mixed with, um, yeah, I don't know if you would call it slaves or immigrants or so, or at least transported people from the other Dutch colonies, right? Indonesia and, and Suriname, and so you have a lot of Hindu Hindu settlers in South Africa as well, the Dutch Hindu uh, part, so and mixed there. Yeah, so you Dutch don't know this. On Holland, looked down upon uh, the Dutch people in South Africa the way that English people might look down upon uh, North Americans or Australians or New Zealanders. Is that uh, a bit of snobbery? Uh, that's a good question. It's it's not about South Africa so much because that's too long ago. But with Indonesia, definitely. And I'm from The Hague, and my parents had a lot of Indonesian friends. Um, so my mom cooked a lot of uh, exotic food. Good food. Uh, is there was an, um, a struggle at the end of the uh, of the Second World War? Indonesia was becoming independent, and much earlier than the colonies of the British and French and so on in Africa. So in 1947, I think. So in that time, there were Dutch people born in. Indonesia, living there. there. Um, and there was... Do, 
they were they were resisting against yeah their country would be yeah uh, ruled by the Indonesians and ruled by the Muslims and ruled by another culture right that's it uh, I would be uh, opposed to a uh, regime change in Colombia as well right? uh, anyone would be so uh, and then people in Holland who have never been to Indonesia and cannot empathize with the situation do not understand how it is to be surrounded with uh, by uh, all kinds of people with machetes and whatever they have, uh, and they are just hostile because government has uh, produced enough propaganda to make them hostile. They're not; uh, they're still your neighbors, but yeah, that's how it works, right? Uh, Indonesia there has a lot of history of uh, groups uh, of insurgents groups that uh, were openly funded and outright funded and so on. Killing fields and so, and the, the, the numbers, the numbers we can uh, we can we can debate, but it's not zero, right? So yeah, that 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 kind of misunderstanding would happen everywhere where you have a homeland and an and colonizing homeland with a different culture than the colonized homeland outside. The same here with Spain. That that's why. In the end, the, uh, the colonies here broke from the Spanish and the Portuguese empires because it was too different and they want to have their own uh, route, of course. So, um, their own route. In the schools, in the textbooks, in the homes, are they teaching children that the past was shameful, colonialism mm-hmm. was evil, yeah. the empire after the break? After the break, more empty. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Um, this, um, Are Dutch sorry. children taught to be ashamed of the past of Hollanders? Yeah, luckily I grew up in a time where it was not as extremely politically correct as I can in, cannot imagine how it is now, but outright open anti-Indonesia monuments, protests, and so on, and vandalism of that, that kind of thing, has happened already when I lived there in Germany. So, yeah, that is only ongoing. And that is happening in the U.S., and that's happening everywhere. It's wiping history or wiping history clean or doing whatever it does and blaming it on the popular, blaming it on us, like... We were responsible for the Freemasonic Jewish slave trade, right? No, nobody of us was, right? So it's, I don't think in your lifetime you owned slaves. I don't think in your lifetime you colonized uh, foreign soil. No, and well, just by my own uh, proven history, I studied the Mushka. I was interested in indigenous people and their wisdom and what I learned from it yeah, changed my life. So it's, and I recommend do, uh, anyone doing it, studying indigenous history, say, especially in the US, you have so much access to material. If you have a certain area in the US that you are from or feel connected to, right? If you don't, then they're not. I guess you live in Florida and you don't know anything about the Miami and the other groups that were there, the three and the, what, what you have there, you have so many groups, right? 
bad. It's a bit strange. You should know your environment. My guess would be about you that you're not into Christmas and you don't really care much about pagan traditions, but do you have an opinion about the Black Pete, Strauss Pete controversy? Is this oh, social no, divide Pete, stuff? Or? Oh, man. That's oh. no, a great point there because that was interesting. I uh, met a couple, a handful of friends via the Dutch Forum on, in the, um, the Subbook Conspiracy section. And one of them, she is Suriname Dutch. And she was completely on that bandwagon. And so, yeah, you know, hopefully, uh, and myself, so, yeah, I, uh, I made comments about it on Facebook that was again. Yeah, and then she blocked me and so and she couldn't get over that. That, that I made sure to see her. Yeah, this is just as much an agenda as 9 11 and the other things that we talked about and we agreed on. And she couldn't see that. No, it was real racism and it was real this and it. And I, I said, this is just an amalgamation of history that we're um, um, North Italian um, chimney workers. That's why they're black. It's not because of racism. So there is slavery and, and white supremacy in there. Yeah, because that is how history was. And that is that part what people want to Mandela effect. And Mandela effect for me is just any change of our, our memory, our uh, uh, a shared memory of history. If they fuck with the past, uh, then that is a Mandela effect for me. I don't care about what the other people mean by it. It's my so they, they affect our memory. They affect our conception of history and so on. And with this op- openly, this cancer culture, this cancer culture, infects yeah. well, infecting everything. But that's here, that is so, here, that is so much less, man. It, it, for me, that's why I, I, I I talk with Black Socrates, your fake is fake here. And he he said, yeah, I have to escape, I have to escape, I have to escape. And he is already very unmarked. Money, he's already very unmarked. But yeah, you guys are so much exposed to all that bullshit. It, wherever, right, wherever you look, even if you don't follow any media like me, on the street you have billboards that, that, that are pushing that you are. Right, you don't. And if you're a couple, uh, instead of the traditional couple. Thank you for the answers. Gentlemen, I have to excuse myself. I I, um, really enjoyed the conversation. I'm sorry we didn't hear from Ism yet. I'm delighted to see Truth I Am is maybe going to join the conversation. I look forward to downloading the podcast when it drops. Wishing you all the best this Armistice Day. Uh, peace and true history and may we make a better history. Absolutely. Beautiful words, Ken. Thank you very much. Very calm, Karn. Ken. <laughs> My pleasure. All right, gentlemen. Thank you. Have a good one. Enjoy your day Thank in you. parts unknown. <laughs> uh, that's what it's about. We build a better world. We do it better. Simple. We cannot do it worse than how they do That's what we clipped on, on uh, last week. Yeah, if Bishop doesn't want to speak, I don't know why. Uh, we thought we started with Tartaria, and what for me that is 
uh, holistically the same meaning as Wiska. It is get what is not promoted by the school book. Not the history book, but the school book. The schools do not promote the Muiska and the Tatarians and other similar groups like that. Why? It's because that's how we can live together. Without empires, without big hierarchies, wars and expansion and all that. That's why people didn't know about these, these groups. Well, and of course, people studied the Muiska here. It was not unknown at all. It's, it's not like that, but on Wikipedia was just one article. And Tartaria, same thing. It's such an enormous piece of land, it's unimaginably big. And there were people living there of all kinds of different religions, ethnicities, customs, cultures, everything. And they had to live together in peace, trading, because there's no other way. There's no way to wage war in an Hostile environment, undefendable terrain like that. The Tartaria, what it is. The whole part between the Uro and the, and the Pacific, you can define as Tartaria. In, in the north of the Himalaya and the, the Zagros, it's Tartaria. Yeah. So there were so many groups and people living there and thriving, relatively speaking, compared to their environment. And that's why we didn't hear about it. And that's why. Other colonies make it into a big empire. Well, for me, that's the exact opposite. It's not. It was not. Same like in Wiska. It's not a big empire. That's why school books don't promote it. They promote the Roman and the Holy Roman and the American and the British and the Spanish and the other empires because that's their message. They want to give the message that that is the only option to thrive in history. And it's not because Tartaria and Wiska are the The truth I am, man. Good morning. Speak up, man. We, we talk about Tartaria. What's up? Let's join. On the 11th of 11th. 22. I just woke up. How would you define Tartaria? Blood flood. That's what I would define it as. Mud flood is Tartaria. Yeah. We end up in the problem that we have several different basins that we cross in Tartaria and also mountains. So, and in Tartaria, you think whole Tartaria was Affected by one muffler or several muffler? Several, not just one. But the whole area in the same, because I'm completely on board if you say that all these rivers had several mudflats, each of them separately, but not one mudflat that covers the whole of what that area. That, that would not be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah. I think, I think you're up to something, yeah. And just the climate, the the uh, enormous difference in in summer, in, in the height of summer, you have in in the center of Asia, 
very north, quite north, I would say, right? Uh, Latitude-wise, you have temperatures of uh, 90 Fahrenheit and so, right? Uh, 100 something. Uh, so uh, 35 degrees uh, Celsius and so. The hot, hot temperatures. And then in winter, you have minus that or even more, even more extreme. So you have such extreme temperature variations that you must have a lot of floodings because you have uh, a freeze and thaw cycles. So that creates I, floodings. It's simple. I, I, think, I think it's harder to, to differentiate with the temperatures and the weather um, based off where you're at as opposed to looking at something like Looking at uh, under, look at the underground, seeing uh, oh, yeah. seeing yeah. seeing the old buildings, for example, underneath the ground. And yeah, still but then perfect. you have to establish first what came first and how did they build? Because if if you build buildings on top of each other, then they become underground. The earlier buildings become underground, but it's not that you build underground. So were they built as basements as underground dwellings yeah uh, out of an uh, surface level uh, living or where they because of time built up on on, on all the things so that this and and that can differ in each uh, instance because there's so many examples it's a matter of collecting this data set with a neutral point of view not with a conclusion okay it's this and then trying to find characteristics that define okay it belongs in this group or it belongs in this group and then then you can start making an an an, an hypothesis and so but i have so much problem with there's so much okay it's this this is that area this is it yeah sorry but this is just one story that i get from the mainstream the same the monkey stream media produce the same why do i believe your story right There's there's no mainstream media narrative for Tartaria. Yeah, yes and no because there is. I, I I learned about it in 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 school in in history before, and I'm not at all an expert or anything, not at all. But it was not completely unknown. But so, but, but they make nothing of it. So they obfuscate, like yeah, here the Mushka It's not like that that they obfuscate Mushka so much, but Ask Paulita, ask other uh, enormous Colombians, standard Colombians, not, not an judgment uh, there, Disney world living Colombians. Uh, they, they think that uh, Colombia started in 1810. The, the history before, they have no idea about. I, I know more about the history of this country than them, and that cannot be. That is just absurd. It is, it's so great. Even Americans know more about um, indigenous history than Colombians. While there is much more obvious indigenous history here, I would say, than in the US. There's an overprint and so. But it's what they have done literally as well, physically. They put people in reserves, like animals, like, 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 like in the zoo. I don't think it, I don't think it's good to Based off any knowledge off of what you've learned as a child uh, to come up with anything like such as the earth is round or the earth is flat or, or there was Tartaria. 
I don't believe the history books are really going to talk the truth about the matter. No, but that's what I try to get to Tartaria, what it means just without history books. It's just an, such an enormous area with enormous climatic variations where there were so many different ethnicities still today, different religions still today, different by that different cultures and customs still today living together. And they could only do that if there were no big wars. And in the history books have been fake. So all this Genghis Khan and these Mongol wars and all that stuff. Yeah, they can blow up. I, I, I believe it's not completely uh, mythological. And, and there were some, uh, some of them. But they, it's just like today, they blow up uh, the narrative. That just like today, there is... It's not that there are no, there is no opposition against so-called American capitalism in the world in the Middle East. Uh, I've talked with people who are outright anti-American, hating Americans and all that. So that is really happening there. It's just not the, the terrorism that the that has now suddenly stopped with Corona. Apparently, the terrorists are more afraid of the invisible monster than of uh, Western capitalism. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can shape anything with the mass media. You can get yeah, and and that is what was yeah, great point because that is why that didn't work in Tartaria because it was just simply mm -hmm. because of the languages. Everybody spoke a different language still today. Right, right. All, all these Siberian languages and all this the, in in this Chinese languages and you have Turkic languages and you have all these different language groups even. It's, yeah, if you want to create propaganda, you have to, uh, I mean, look at the European Union today. It's a fucking joke, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I must say, um, I'm not standing behind any of his, his uh, agendas or so, but just the acts he made in the European Parliament, Nigel Farage is, is an absolute genius. What he did. The acts, the the video material he produced there by standing up to the system. I know he uh, is uh, for the banks and all that stuff. I, he's, he has his own uh, interest group behind him, but that, that doesn't matter. He is an ally in, uh, in, in in the exposure of the nonsense, the clownesque nonsense of the European Soviet Union. Who are you talking about specifically? Nigel Farage, have you not seen the videos in the, the mid 2000s and so on? About yeah. uh, him uh, giving speeches there in the European Parliament. I'm sure I've probably seen it. I, I just don't recognize the name. Mm. Yeah, he was British. He's British, so English. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, but it, it's it's about the the act itself. Someone does that. I don't care. Yeah. He's most probably a Freemason. I don't fucking care about that. He stands up, and he at least inspires people. He inspired me as well, right? So that is what it's about. And then all this other fluff doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. uh, George Orwell. Yeah, of course he was part of the military elite to an agent, I don't know what, yeah, but he wrote beautiful art. And I can recommend anyone to not 
only stick to 1984, but please read or watch the beautiful cartoon Animal Farm. Yeah, I read Animal Farm. I I read it as a as a paraprofessional. As a paraprofessional. Yeah, a teacher helper in class. Oh, that's cool. How was that? What, what? It was a pain in the ass. Those kids tried to get me fired. And but was that because of the content? Or what? I'm sorry? Was that because of the content? They didn't like Animal Farm? After the break. Oh, shit. Another break. Hi, this is John French. This is Mizum. Joe from Atlanta. Joe Mama. Gaia. I'm Buck Sherry. It's me. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Yeah. So, no, it wasn't because of the content, no. It's just the kids in general. Yeah. No, it's hard to deal with these kids and... But 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 the, the the role which which you had, Animal Farm itself. I mean, how did you look at it, and could you at least bring something across? I think Animal Farm is is great for asking questions for for children. I think it's one of the first books that that they are questioning the narrative. Of in the story, uh, the book Animal Farm. So, I think it's the book is really about critical thinking and thinking, you know, what's going on in the story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very identifiable for children, especially. That's how I remember it. I first saw. The cartoon that they made in 1976, I think. I shared it in the old server. Okay, that's gone now, but uh, find it on YouTube. It's easy. Animal Farm cartoon, and you find it. I watched that as a child before, and then I read the book, also as a child. And I haven't done it since, so I have to do that as well. I want to watch the, we could maybe do it, psychologists watch that cartoon again. It's not, because it is so identifiable. It is so um, down to earth. It's not distant, like distant dystopian, like 1994. You know, it's not so easy to to capture that that role. But in for children, animals make it clear. But the the message in it and the betrayals is not animals. Animals don't betray. They, they they do their own thing and that, that looks like betrayal to us. We, we may interpret it as such, but they just instinctively do something. It's not betrayal. Betrayal is something conscious, I would say, right? It's a human thing. So that is, I think, very big message for children who feel betrayal all around because a child is by definition honest. Children are honest. That's why they come with with comments at moments that are awkward for parents and others. And if they're bad parents, they hammer them down or say, you cannot say that. Yeah, but they're right. So they should be able to say. 
and their children are constantly subjected to the realization that we're surrounded by betrayal and by that accept the animal form, accept the clown world because yeah, this is how it is. This is normal. This is normal. This is normal. It's not. It's insane. It's dishonest. Children are honest, so they realize that it's dishonest. That's why I think the message of Animal Farm is great, that it appeals to children who understand this betrayal like no other. Yeah, I think uh, I think that book teaches a number of things other than betrayal. I mean, it's just like, essentially, you can't really trust what people say. Uh especially like especially in the in terms of the farm um yeah people doing one thing and people doing another and it's the animals have to choose you know um do do i run away from the farm or do i stay here like what is good and what isn't what happens if i leave the farm yeah and that's visible today. People are indoctrinated by their own fears. Yeah. If you think about it, in the end, how much power do these so-called powers have? Very, very little, if you think about it. Uh, if you give them power, and if you grant them power, and if you people grant them their time, most people in the world, in the in the in the online western developed world let's say right the people we can reach by this not people living in the middle of the amazon now um their normal day-to-day life and i know that because it used to be my day-to-day life as well is is this the, the red race they're red race rodents and they think that it's normal their animal farm and they cannot fathom that there is another lifestyle and there's another way out of it and you don't need to live, live like that and before corona I, I could t- take the blame and uh, guy, uh, you're, you're, you're crazy, you give a strange message, but Corona should have made that clear to everybody. We, we were locked in our own house just uh, two and a half years ago and we couldn't leave and I couldn't go out more than half an hour because that was dangerous. So, but people have such short memories and there's the same reason, one of the reasons why I don't go to big chain supermarkets. What the fuck? Two years ago, they refused me because they didn't want to wear a piece of cloth in front of my mouth. Why should I support them now? What is this? They have never apologized to me. Oh, uh, suddenly you're welcome again, Mr. Gaia, because uh, to spend your pesos here. What? No. Yeah, I agree. People are just going to pick it back up to where we left off. That's not what I expected when this happened. When I expected different thing, I, I thought it would be different. I thought we would be in lockdown longer, and but they will come back. It will. This is just an. It's a proven method, and people are being normalized by this. And then. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm I'm not shocked by that. I, I now live my life like the world is in lockdown, but there are people out there. That's how I see. And then, but if you live your life like yeah, now we're back to normal. Well, it's not because I see masks around. That's not normal, so that cannot be. And that it, that's it, not normal. It, that's normal to them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, for me, there is a peace treaty if I don't see any mask around me anymore, if the corona monster does not exist anymore, if there's no vaccination passport, right? If this whole narrative is, is reversed, that is the only peace deal I can see, I would say. How do you see that? That will never happen, I know, but then other people think it's peace now because we are allowed out again. Eh? But I don't know how international travel works uh, now. No idea. But I still have to put something in front of my mouth because I am somehow dangerous or not. I believe some countries you still have to be vaccinated, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. I don't. I don't believe you can get to Greece without vaccination. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why this left, but I mean, yeah, this. Yeah, there you go. It's and yeah, I I stay the same. I I would like to go to Holland now. <laughs> no, not now, but I mean, it's now different. That now we can. That yeah, I would love it. I would love that with my friends here. It would be awesome to show them Holland. You you do you do realize that that Greece has been sucking the teeth of the NWO for God knows how long. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. They're a poor, they're a poor country, so they have to. Well, actually, Greece is not at all so poor. It is. It's only poor if you see it from the standpoint from uh, if Frankfurt is is rich, then then. Uh, Greece is poor, but if uh, good they sustainable no living, in, yeah, nah, but that is. I've been to Greece. I've done field work there seven weeks in a row, uh, five weeks of field work, two weeks excursion. Um, that was a long time ago, right? So uh, Greece has changed, and I know you're completely right. Uh, they 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 were they were really. Um, outright and openly trashed and, and demolished by the system and the banks and the Goldman Sachs and all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. But intrinsically, Greece is very rich. There's fertile lands, there's uh, able-bodied people <clears throat> who still have a lot of craftsmanship in them, so, right? There's lots of... Yeah, um, well... Right? So not, that is... Not saying the inside is, is poor. I'm saying... I'm saying they are literally poor with the money. Mm -hmm. Has mm -hmm. the, nothing to do with the people or or what kind of land they're sitting on. Yeah, the, the land the land is uh, you you have ways to make money, but you're just poor. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It, it's it, I know poor, what you mean. You're poor because it's, of the market. The, yeah. the market yeah, yeah, made yeah, yeah. you poor. Yeah, 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 but. Now we are in an in, in such a world of change and flux that it doesn't really matter anymore how much Goldman Sachs has fucked up the world in the past compared to the rich Brits and the rich Swedes will suffer much more from no gas from Russia or high, uh, very, very expensive gas. It's all fake, doesn't matter, but that's the narrative. Right? And the Greeks do not. So... Right? There is the world has has changed so much that even the standard uh, economic levels of rich and poor and so have changed so much. Even if you don't count the inflation and the fuckery and so, I see it every day. Not every day, 
because I don't check it every day, but I am confronted with it with the peso and the dollar. It's so extreme, man. It's now uh, 5,000 pesos for a dollar. It's just in, in a couple of months, it has risen uh, 800 pesos. This is so extreme that the comparisons with different economies and so, it becomes so absurd. And I'm already doing it within the same country here, and then it becomes absurd, and then also taking it to another country. I made an overview of 27 different currencies, different economies in the world, and try to get to a value for ACOIN, objective value. It's very hard to get to objective values, uh, these kind of things. So I need help with that from real economists, people who know what they talk about. I don't. So in this in this case, this field, I'm, I'm learning. But it's it is so extreme that uh, Greece is poor. Yeah, that used to be the case be- between um, early about uh, 2008, let's say the uh, Goldman, cra- Goldman crash, I want to say, uh, and then Corona. But then the world has changed so much. The Great Three mindset, everything is it's it's so absurd now that it's hard to say that. And if you look at Greece, they have so much that. And they have a good population uh, with a good culture. It's not like Venezuela. Venezuela is very rich as well, uh, potentially, but the culture of the people is not hardworking like Colombian is. They have to work hard here because they're immigrants, and luckily many of them do, but the culture in that country is not at all that. It's uh, laying in bed and waiting until the state uh, comes in and pays them. Yeah, I see what you mean by... uh... Countries are poor because simply because people don't want to work. Yeah, a culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Northern Europe is in that sense pretty poor. Sweden, Norway, Netherlands, and so France as well. France very much. Is that people? There's a culture of we feel too good for work. Right, we feel too good for it. We, we have been, we are in a, we are first world. We're the best countries in the world, right? Norway, Sweden, uh, the Netherlands, and uh, Luxembourg. All these countries that are always in these so-called top lists and so right? And that that becomes a culture. And in the Netherlands, it is like that. The lower classes are better off not working uh, financially than working. That's how absurd. It is. Because you get all kinds of bonuses from the state and all that stuff that if you yeah. add it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's in, in the US, you have quite some communism there in, and also so called communism, right? The, the state socialism there. But in the Netherlands, it is much, much bigger, right? You understand how that is or can, can imagine how that is. So the cultural effect of that is indeed like there are many people just. Do not contribute. Like that is what we're, I mean, turning your time. I mean, what we're doing now here is getting to good ideas. We're thinking and we're, this is work, right? This is preparing course material and this should be educa- education for people. This should be what children learn in so-called schools, right? Learn philosophy, learn truth seeking, learn how to get to the best points together, right? It's not either of us who has the, has the truth in, the truth I am. Yeah, you are, right? but. We try to get to the best truths together. So, sure. It's yeah. not. It's not a black and white thing. It's not. It's not a, right. the color of the color of the sun. So it's, it's not, it can be debated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, absolutely. And there's so many different angles that it is by definition the more angles we learn about, the more we learn about things, right? Yeah. Like, like Tartaria would, would be like the area of Tartaria, Central Asia and all these kind of areas, right? The, the, the Uyghur, the Uyghur region in uh, Xinjiang in China. So, right. That, that would be described as very poor now. But if you think about it, just the strength of these people having survived in these conditions for ages makes them so strong. Right. <laughs> They are not bothered by anything, and I've seen all the mud floods already, right? So your uh, your name got wiped. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, my uh, my account and my server by that were wiped. Mm. Did they did they email you and tell you why? Or yeah, that's what I shared in the verified chat. Share the email then. Verified. Yeah. I read it on air before. What? How did you violate terms of service? <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. There you go. You got it right. Indeed. <laughs> like, my message is, do not uh, give any, any attention to these invisible monsters. Yeah, your question, your surprise is exactly my surprise. Yeah. Thank you. And oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> yeah, you get in your in your next IMI. You have to um. Obviously, you guys were talking way too much about the vax. So, um, I I told people this way before uh, this became a problem. They were cracking down on this. I want to say over six months ago, maybe like a year ago, where they started cracking down on people who were questioning the uh, COVID-19. And uh, so here's the thing that everybody came up with in the community to solve this problem is that you can speak about it over voice chat. Voice chat is, is permitted. Because they're not actively looking in voice chat as they are on text chat. Granted, they still may hear things, but they're not reprimanding uh, based based off the text chat. The text chat is is what they're looking at. And that being said, if you want to say something about it, you have to use your code code words. You have to. Whatever you call it, you have to – you can't call it by what, what you call it, man. That's what you have to tell people too. If you guys don't want to get flagged, obviously somebody was talking about it in there for a while, which got the red flag. I always use my own words. Corona costs. Covidiocracy. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, see, so it wasn't you then. Who else was it then? No, it, it, the message is that they that they disabled my account, not my server. So they were after my account. That is the main message, main difference. 
after the break. Hit another one. Yes. Hi, I'm Baby. Something tried. This is Lost Fighter Fallis. I'm Nightly News. Right, Fake Madness. Adam Miller. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Uh, the fact that they were after me is even stranger because I don't go in any other place going around, hello, uh, I am the anti-vaxxer, uh, uh, stop the, the vaxxers and so on. You know, my message, exactly, your surprise, it says everything. Like my message is detached from all that stuff. So that doesn't make sense. If I would go around and, and shout uh, these kind of things, yeah, then it would make sense, but it doesn't. So... App uh, laughs it away, and yeah, that happens, and it's uh, yeah, you don't need any reason at all. That yeah, okay, but this is the first time in four and a half years. My account is first time in five years. Five year account, literally. Five years, Crazy, five years and two days. Five years and two days they made it. So yeah, I'm not bothered by it. It just there's so much content was on there. It's not like yeah, frequently, but it's so doesn't matter. We rebirth. They cannot reset us. It's the thing. They can only reset themselves. They are weak. They need security around their villas. I mean, look at how they have to organize their Bilderberg groups and their Bohemian groves and so they don't want us around because yeah. they're afraid. I'm not afraid of them. We just they become meaningless. If the the, the more you detach from it, the, the less power you grant them the more meaningless it become. Yeah, I think what they did is they wanted to use you as a poster child to us. I think that's what you were. You were the fallback boy. The funny thing is, what you said before, that they warned us, is what... Happened on air. My friend, intriguing whimsy. I cannot contact him. I hope he can find me again. That's a pity that I lost contact yeah. with him now. Because that is the thing. All my private messages are also gone. That's contact. That is the thing now. Uh, it's, it's not a pity that the server is gone, but if you can contact people still. But I also lost all that private case. So. Uh, shout out to Intriguing Whimsy if you're listening to Fake College. I don't think so. But, anyway. um, but yeah, he warned me on air uh, that uh, Discord was taking down <laughs> servers talking about the facts. And I responded back then. I haven't recorded, I remember it well. I listened to it more often. Is uh, That's good. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that, all that stuff. I want to make it NPC. So it's the irony of fate is that uh, apparently. It happened, but it's okay. It's 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 not a yeah, day, it, but it's right? it's it's, it's, just, definitely it's just bits and bites, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely important for you to remember which kinds of conversations could have possibly led to this. Yeah, that is what I this morning with Ed before did for just uh, thirty seconds, but. That is already giving them the attention they don't deserve, because in the end I will never figure it out. So it will always yeah. be me speculating about it. Yeah, yeah, indeed. It's just and, time and, to move on. I mean, and it was this message. It was about medical. It was about facts. It was about disease. It was about that. It was not about racism. It was not about 
you are anti-authoritarian and that's why you're a terrorist or something like that. No, right? It is this, the, the medical thing, which is just a generic thing because App got the same thing and it's a sign of the medical dictatorship. It's about that. It's not... It, it, even the military... As a, as a bigger force behind is important, but uh, as, a, as the soldiers on the street they say, it's less important. The police, same thing. It's it's now the invisible monster can just distance people. Hey, you're coming closer than six feet, and the next invisible monster will be much worse. I, uh, I'm speculating, but what I think I will do is uh, that they can use that. No, medical, 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 disease, disease, disease. That is the the main factor, the main authority now. Damn it. Yeah, I think it's important to move on from this. Definitely, like you were saying. Don't even talk about it. Now, unless somebody is new to talking to you and you need to briefly tell them what happened? Uh, that's that's the only it. pity. That's the only pity that other people need to actively search for a new IMRP that I will publish wherever I can, of course. But that, <clears throat> you can make another you lose, one. Yeah, but you lose All your what the system counts on. The system counts on that people are passive. Right? If uh, we always find each other here. No, no, it were more than 80 members, but uh, not all of them were active, and it's not a loss for all of them, evenly. But there are people who I don't know from psychologists, and so, right? so mm, okay. I don't have these lines with them. So that sure. is, uh, that's a thing. But you know uh, Intriguing WMC as well, or not? From uh, Tartaria server, is there it is? Mimsy? Intriguing Whimsy. Whimsy, yeah, yeah, th th I recognize that name. Was he friends with Graphene Lemming? No. No? Okay. No. Yeah, no. Uh, he comes from the uh, Tartaria server, from Certus, Andrea Certus. I thought we met there as well. But we didn't. Tartaria, what was it called? Uh, Andreas Zirtus, uh, X-I-R-T-U-S, he runs it. He, it was uh, called no. Tartarius in the past. That's where I was a part of it. That's how I got to Yeah, maybe I was a part of that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it, it awesome. doesn't ring a bell, though. Maybe I was a part of that briefly. This server was taken down too long. Oh, okay. How long was that server up for? Yeah, long. And it's a, it used to be a big server. I mean, not, not, not that it was so big, but he had like, I don't know, close to 2,000 members or something. Wow. Yeah, the group. Yeah. With, uh, still does podcasts and so on. So much question. No. We should get uh, witchcraft in here. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's with Wimsy, same thing. And it's the people you would 
having your own life, same thing. Mason, Foster Clark, uh, divided 12. Right? People you can trust, okay, in real life, you're like, oh, I got to know you in life. It's not like a double agenda or people LARPing, all these kind of things. You start with Witchcraft online and then you meet him in real life and you get to know someone. Yeah, right? That has always been the internet for me. I've always met people via the internet. Oh. My, uh, my nymphomaniac girlfriend Olga, I met on a political debate forum where I also met Blomstedam. Yeah, and she openly talked about sex there on the forum. Yeah, it's all on. Openly, so much more open than other cultures. Yeah. And then we, I organized the uh, first beat of that forum on Sunday, but on Saturday evening I had my first date with Olga. <laughs> that was one. Uh, man, that group of people, uh, no other group has ever beaten that. There was, there was, such a diverse group of people, all different political uh, leanings, and right? it was not conspiracy related. It was not. It was in 2002, very long ago. But, yeah, 9-11 made that forum, of course, like so many fora, and this was the first meet, and I organized it in uh, the city I live in. Uh -huh. And so, um, and I got to know Amsterdam uh, and my friend, uh, travel buddy. So, on that forum, but there were so many different people. There was a gay guy who only liked Moroccans. Yeah. And then there was uh, two, one a little guy, a young guy, 17, uh, teenager, right? But he was outright, openly um, uh, praising Stalinism. Not Stalinism. Yeah. That and then there were, was an, um, a, a couple of friends, two friends who were uh, from the um, conservative right party who openly outright said that we needed to keep Africa poor. And, and uh, a nymphomaniac who became my girlfriend and me and uh, my uh, friend who was 15 at the time. I just don't know that a guy of 20, 23 hangs out with someone 15. But my friend is very intelligent. That's how we connected. Yeah, yeah, it's just great. I mean, just a diverse group of people where you meet via forum. Yeah, and that's what this is. I mean, this works. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <clears throat> some there's some people in my particular group of people that. I'm familiar with because of how many servers that we are a part of together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's there's quite a few people, um, but there there's not there's quite a few people, but there's like it's a tight ship per se. Like like there's about fifty or a hundred people, and that's it. And most of Discord is Discord. Is most people have an account, but they're completely passive. Yeah, every everybody's got like three or four accounts on this thing because people are always violating TOS. That's why it's always good to have a backup server, just in case yeah. your other one goes down. 
Yeah, the, the thing is, I had that. The only thing I didn't do was having my backup account also having access to all those backups. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. I'm not bothered. Well, now it, you know. It's dude. even better, right? It's even better because I'm not bothered by this memory and history and all that stuff. And if it comes back, if someone would reinstate it, it's not going to happen. But if that should happen, then it's also good. Either outcome is good, so you always win. Yeah, sure. Once once this casino has lost their facade, they cannot win anymore. Right. Hey, what, what, what type of shit you want, huh? What type of, what type of shit? I mean, most of Fakepedia is still... Most of my work is still at Fakepedia, and it's still there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the recordings are there, the mixes are there. If you, listen, you haven't listened to anything, right? Uh, I haven't touched... Yeah, I have... Uh, Touched our recordings, but I haven't mixed it yet into a final mix. Yesterday, I was still going on editing while the power was down. Everything was dark and so, and still I could go on. What are you talking about? Yeah, yesterday the power went down in the evening quite a long time. And so, yeah. Everything was dark. All in, in more in more parts of Bogota was uh, other parts as well. It's uh, pretty dark was, around it. it was, was Molly street. scared? No, Molly's not scared at all. But it's yeah, everybody is is in panic uh, because there's no well, not panic, but it happens more often. But it, it affects people. But I still have my laptop with uh, battery, and I was still acting and happy, and all, all lights mm-hmm. were out and so on. Listening to music and, and I was talking and so it was good. So, yeah, how much can touch you? And I've lived without laptop. I've lived without power. I've lived without food. I've lived without money. I've lived, right? I've lived uh, without uh, man. I for ten months long, I couldn't walk straight, and I thought I could never walk uh, straight again. That's how much pain I had and hurt in my back, my lower back. So. And then I still get comments here in the village sometimes that people uh, haven't seen me for a long time. Wow, how come they, you, you walk straight? Yeah, and it's, people ask me, did you do therapy? Did you go to the doctor? I said, no, it uh, just healed over time and it's better than before. But it made me, yeah, very, very vulnerable and, and dependable. And so I, could, I couldn't go out more than five minutes. I couldn't walk for more than five minutes. So it was really, really horrible. But I lived through that. And all these things I now see as all signs of Gaia that I needed that to become stronger and even more detached and even um, less affected by what could happen. That's why on the streets, I... I talked about it before, maybe before you came in, but I just let Molly do whatever she does. Not all the time, but if the other person responds with anger and aggression and starts kicking and all these kind of things, it's up to them. They have chosen gold bonds, and they're stupid, and it's only a lesson. Yeah, and uh, no, I've, even my friends, they, they, they called me out, and they think I'm crazy, and I shouldn't do that, and I should. Put Molly on a leash. 
but they don't realize that they are my friends because Molly was not on a leash when they got to know him. Oh, you're such a nice person. It's not that, oh, you become my friend now. That's not how it works. But yeah. <clears throat> that's how I live. How I live my life. Uh, I'm, I try to be guided by that's what God decides for me. Like That's how I live my day. It's a blank sheet and then it will go like it goes. That's very Latin living, and that's how I love to live my life already before in Holland. So, and Molly is a crucial factor in that because she selects how the day goes. Oh, we go there. Oh, we we hang out here because we meet my neighbor X Reels here, the podcaster. Who, uh, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. And other people don't understand that. Yeah, but they live their life like a rat race and so on. They're not really living. Most people are not really living because they don't. What we have, you take time for people. I hear that. Your speech, Mm -hmm. how we communicate. That is where, especially where you live. Here, that's more common, but where you live, it still is better. I must say, I've been only to to Denver and to. a little bit outside, a bit to Nederland. It's a village, a mining village there in uh, in the Rockies in Colorado. And um, it was nice to go there because it's named after my country, right? Nederland. It's called Netherland. Nederland. Literally written like my country. Oh, Nederland. Right? Oh, Net- Netherland. Yeah, yeah. You've been there? Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's... Um... A good chunk of the people that live in Nederland are from Boulder. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Makes sense, yes. Uh, which is... Yeah, Boulder's like a... Like a... I don't know, 10, 15 minute drive from... From Nederland. Because mm. <clears throat> Nederland is... Is like in the mountains. Yeah. And, and Boulder, the city of Boulder is not. It's like right, right off the... Uh, Right off the Rocky Mountains, right off the slope. Yeah, we we did an. Um, I was driving. I was driving, and my friend, so he could drink. We went to a bar in Nederland, and I okay. was. We were. Uh, he's a year older than me, but he looks much older. So he he he, he was not at all twenty one, right? And he they oh, asked him for his ID. <laughs> wow! After the break. Listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Thank you, Abby. It was in 2005, so I was 26 and he was 27, but he looked at least 30 because he was balding. And so a balding 27 year old asking for his ID is a pretty. <laughs> by an 18 year old girl or something. That's pretty wild, though. Like, being, tw- you said t- he was 27? Yeah. 27 and balding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but yeah, you went to a, a nice place. That's uh, probably one of the better places in Colorado. Um, I just just to stop. I just to stop there. We didn't really visit it. Just, it's we really staying in Denver, and I must say, I was, it was definitely the first city I was in the U.S. And I must say, I like the atmosphere. It's a nice atmosphere, a lot, nice city. I don't know. Denver's a shithole, bro. Back then, 17 years ago. Yeah, well, uh, 17 years ago, let's see, what year would that have been? 2000-something. Okay, that was a year before I went to college in downtown Denver. Um, And, yeah, I guess it was a lot different then. (laughs) Because marijuana became legalized in 2012. Uh, yeah, for me, right? The first time in the United States of America, I only saw yeah. for movies, and, and right, like everybody knows the US. And then yeah. coming to Denver, I found pleasant. If I come, if I would expect it, a harsh New York kind of atmosphere. That's what I more or less. Had. Okay. Imagine, right. That is why. I, my, yeah, like, like a, a mining, comparison. a mining city, right? As a geologist, it helps. Maybe I don't know. Right? It yeah. was a mining city. It was a mining city. It was a hub. Denver was a hub. Um, they actually started making trains. Um, the gateway in, to the west, right? Yes, the gateway to the to the west. So what? A person would do is they would mine in Colorado first, all right? And then after they couldn't find any gold, they would hop on the train straight to California, to the Bay Area. Yep. And, and that's where where they would mine. They, I guess they were more successful out there, I guess, at, one, at several points in the uh, gold rush. <laughs> um. And then, uh, let's see what I was going to say. So people were so concerned about the gold rush that a lot of these people didn't even bother mining for silver. Mm -hmm. Silver silver was actually... um, Silver's always been a hot commodity. Um, the, The value will of silver will never deteriorate. That's why it's almost sometimes better than gold. You're so right. Simply, well, first of all, naturally, gold and silver occur in, uh, I can name a, a number, but it's ridiculous. I don't know the number, but let, let's say 75% of the cases or so, it, it occurs together because of the geology, because geology works. But to use gold, you need silver because silver, uh, gold is useless without silver. So silver right. is the main ingredient and always has been and always will be. You're so right about this. Plata. Plata is silver. And there's money here, but it's silver. Right. Yeah. So you you have silver dollars then over there, I would imagine. No. That is not uh, the, the world is everywhere is as... As paper fake as everywhere. No, no, no. Okay. You guys, nice. no. <laughs> you, you guys don't have change over there? Yeah, but, but 
I mean, coins are worth very little anyway. So that's right. So we have mostly banknotes. The biggest banknote is now, yeah, the biggest banknote is, now is 100,000, but mm-hmm. it is getting more common to use as well because of the inflation, because of everything. But still yeah. in the, still, sorry, still in the minds of the people, 50,000 pesos is still the biggest banknote. And now with the exchange rate, it is almost or, or already, I don't know, $10, the biggest banknote. So. The, the biggest banknote is essentially twenty dollars, right? One hundred thousand, and now from the cash machine you get that. But just just three years ago, when Rollo was here, most of the mm. the, the banknotes were fifty thousand, not one hundred thousand. So now it's oh, uh, wow. one hundred thousand, right? So uh, and but back then, fifty thousand was fifteen dollars. Yeah, that is how strange the world works, and how it all, it, it, how absurd it all is. So. It's very simple. My palace, I can use that. I bought this with my own euros that came from Europe, right? So yeah. whatever people say the price is in, in best, that has no meaning for me if that's not reasonable in euro or dollars. So and these uh, currencies is what I bought it with, so that's what counts. I don't care about the yeah. other price. So my... my um, my former neighbor and friend, uh, Pacho, who helped me a lot, and Molly as well, great guy, <laughs> he had to uh, he had to sell his palace for maybe in pesos a little bit more, but in dollars and euros, he lost a lot of money with oh, just geez. such a palace as me, uh, a couple of floors down. But yeah, same size, same, same beauty, right? So yeah. that doesn't make sense for such a property. That cannot be. But yeah, because people are stuck in this Colombian thinking, uh, we cannot blame them because they live in Colombia, they, they deal with Colombia all the time, just like most U- U.S. people deal with the U.S., right? You are also not taking into account that your property might be more if you would have it in euros or in Swiss francs or something like that. But if you have a Swiss, uh, heritage and you bought it in Swiss francs, then suddenly it makes sense, right? That's what I'm talking about here. So, but that's why I learned from how insane money is the value of things. It is so absurd now. It is internationally. And you only see that if you have, deal with other countries. And I'm not doing that anymore like I did in the past. In the past, I was dealing with all kinds of international business. I'm not doing that at all. So uh, just just my, my Patreon uh, amount, that, that, that is already uh, my exposure to the difference between the dollar and the... Uh, and the facial. Uh Witchcraft joined. Beautiful. Hello, man. How are you? He may not be able to talk. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you, man. Anyways, what were we talking about? She's completely lost my train of thought. Uh, that money is such an, and value has become so absurd in the yeah. 2022, November 2022, 11th of the 11th of 22 that we live mm-hmm. in. And up and it's 44, which is the ultimate death number. I don't know what they're today, but okay. Uh, at 444 in the afternoon, uh, in Greenwich time. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, is that, 
So even talking about my own past is strange. Even the, in the in the peso here, and people realize that it's it's so extreme. Just fifty percent of inflation of of pure no not inflation sorry pure change with the dollar with two and a half years ago before Corona when Rollo was here. Then it was thirty three hundred one dollar, and now it's five thousand one dollar. This is one and a half times. It's almost five thousand. This it's it's so absurd. That's only the exchange with the dollar, the peso versus dollar. That's not the inflation of the dollar itself, the price levels in the U.S., the price levels here, the inflation here, uh, the influx of Venezuela, all all the other factors. It's not. It's just this. That's why Colombia is the country to invest in. Your U.S. dollars and euros will multiply, multiply much faster here. Where you that's a there's so much to develop you. I mean, with the I have lived off money wise, it's impossible in the West. You cannot live with $200 a month in the US, it's, it's just insane. You, you will starve to death, or yeah, if you hunt, if you hunt for your own food, and so yeah, that's not what I did. <laughs> Yes, such a lifestyle. Okay, but I would imagine you would have a completely different lifestyle if you live your life day by day, per se. I can just look at my own lifestyle uh, in the past. When I worked here as an expat, in one day I made what I now live one month of. You would now, I'm sorry, can you say that again? No. I came here as an expat 10 years ago, 11 yeah. years ago almost, and I, um, my salary then, in one day, what I made in one day, I lived now of one month, 10 years later. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds about right. So imagine 10 years ago, you would make in a day, with with a job or so and one hundred dollars or so, imagine you would live now today with one hundred dollars a month. That's how extreme mm-hmm. my life is. What 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 do you mean how extreme your life is? Well, if I just look at my own life, difference in economics in my own life is so extreme. I mean, if I talk to my former colleagues, they cannot imagine living with so little, doing with so little, just having such a life. It's just unimaginable for them. And let that be, that's fine, because they are hurt by the next lockdown and the next the next time uh, we will be fucked again by the the next time the the heat underneath the uh, the boiling pan with us, the frogs in it, will uh, be turned up. It's now turned down maybe a bit, but that's only because we're not Russian. Dobre <laughs> dien, uh, Russians. Please come on air. Ukrainians no, also. No, jeez. Yeah. I specifically know this uh, 
Russian guy in uh, Canada. <laughs> oh man, he uh, he got into it with that uh, that uh, that Jewish kid one time because because he was Jewish, and I was like, dude, what is your problem, man? He has nothing to do with it. Anything that happened, like he's just a Jewish kid. Yeah. If you but put your just, anger on him, then you respond exactly to what the agenda makers want. It's just and crazy it's just that okay. that their own their own Like, it's completely okay to be, you know, angry as to what happened, but. It's not okay to like blame it on any of the newer generations for the for their actions. Completely different. They had nothing to do with it. So this people are so this is indeed the central theme. No the slavery also, I think. Our families we can safely say most probably. I, I look into my own family, so I can say, and you should be able to imagine your own family history and that you're not from the slave-holding elite, so we have not had slaves. We have always been at the victim side of the slave trade, simply because yeah. slaves replaced us, our, our ancestors, right? Our great-grandparents, mm -hmm. they were replaced by the false competition that slavery brought. Slaves were cheap and we were expensive, just like today, right? We are expensive and the Poles are cheap or the uh, Vietnamese or the whatever immigrant there is coming in, the Venezuelans, right? They, that's mm -hmm. false competition always has been the case. And slavery was the biggest of it. It's the most inhumane false competition, I would say. Interesting. It's like, it's like blaming... Uh, Let's say you are a textile worker and I am someone who makes iPhones and mm -hmm. and uh, we are blamed for the for the uh, slavery that takes place in India and uh, Vietnam and uh, yeah. Laos and Burma and so that kind of thing. <laughs> we try to compete with these people, but we are blamed for them being underpaid. <laughs> This this satanic Uroboros idea is in the end not inventive and not creative and not smart. It's it's very pervasive in everything. How simply they turn things around in their head. It's 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 in the end very simple psychopathy. It's just very complex to us because it's in so many layers on top of each other. So that's why it's but if you look at the elements of it itself, all these narratives childishly played out in the end. It's not that we look at and sigh up and look at it in awe or so. Some of them, I mean, but it's not, they don't impress the animal farms. And, I, and they even keep, they're just as idiocratic as, the, as society. They're Dumbing down their own psyop. They're becoming even dumber in their own psyop. Yeah. And that is what I see. The more people waking up, right? 
more people seeing this, more people realizing this. Yeah. And in that sense, that proves for me their their arrogance, their cockiness, their their thinking we're too we're powerful enough they cannot get to us. They didn't count. Well, they counted. Of course, they they make strategies for what if. So and that's yep. why they take take my server down as well. It's part of it that agenda of yeah. But they are not counting on our resilience in us human beings in. The, the power inside us, the divine power we share. If you're a believer or not, it doesn't matter if you call yourself an atheist. You you recognize you have your own powers, right? Yeah. Well, um, actually, to me, um, a person who know they can understand that their limitations are um, like some some people are powerless to the time wasting of all these people that like to lie. They don't even need to understand any of this shit they just need to put put you down and waste your time they don't need to uh really do anything that's impressive at all and it's it's just as effective <clears throat> uh, any kind of lie it really doesn't matter how bad of a lie it is it's so effective that it it, it just it just happens to be working out in their favor they get away with it yeah, yeah, it, that that's what exactly happens. They they keep getting away with it over and over again, time after time, in like small moments. It doesn't matter, dude. Like it could it can only last like three minutes, and it's just really effective, bro. Yeah, and that is why the only effective counterpart counter agenda to it is detachment. And I see it in my real life here. People here in Colombia are so much less affected by all these media narratives and all. First of all, because it's much less prevalent here than the West. And second, because people just take it less seriously. They they look at life more like what life is about and not what the TV says in, in general. Right? Still, right, there's a spread in everything. And after the break, more. Thank you. I have another break. Oh. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello, this is It's Me from Stockholm, Sweden, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Um, well, it is now, it's, 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 it's a good point. It has changed a bit more. Uh, during the break, um, Witchcraft, uh, welcome, asked if, if people are less political. Well, that wording... No, not so much because we have the first socialist president here. I'm staying away from everything, so it's <laughs> it's not so prevalent. Otherwise, I would have been more uh, exposed to it. But it is now more of an issue. So that that same Biden uh, we have here now, uh, same thing probably has happened in uh, Brazil. We talked about it with Viking Helga before, but uh, it's an overall agenda. The the candidate that. Uh, that touts the overall uh, agenda 2030 and, and all that is the one who will win. It's why I predicted that Petro would win. So people are now more talking about that type of of uh, one versus the other politics, this dialectic, this uh, uh, left versus right dialectic. That is now more prevalent. But in general, people put much less 
importance to the media and the media stories and what happens. And people talk about it and so on. Oh, there's this and this uh, thing happened and so on. But most news is, is national anyway. And it is less important. Still, the family and the friends and the neighbors are more important. That's why I love it here. Looks like he got disconnected. I got quite a few people on. Uh, you, you ask a question. I think it was common, commonly open that he is Jewish. Uh, Jordan Peterson. Oh. Talk about. Yeah. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Are you sure? I think so. I think it was. But I'm not sure, but. No, I'm not not sure because not sure is not a member here. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look it up right now because you <laughs> genuinely have me curious. So I, I I may be mistaken. I may be mixing up people, and so uh, don't take my word now for it. I mean, he is a carny, but I think he has he has done great work. I I I, I don't watch everything of him or so. No, but. I, I made great comments, great quotes, great ideas, yes. And I take that from him. I've seen him very vulnerable in, on, on air in, in a podcast when he was uh, really, really uh, with his daughter oh. and so. And then, oh, man. yeah, you recognize someone. Yo, I, I... Okay, never mind. I thought it was his comment in Twitter. But apparently it was somebody else's. No, I'd, I'd never watched it. Or stayed away from it. Uh, it doesn't say anything about... about him being Jewish. Yeah, it, I could be mistaken. Well, his name sounds Jewish, that's for sure. But... Peter Son, Abraham Son. Not every son is Jewish, I know that. So the Swedish uh, name for son as well. But there are. But it, it, it doesn't matter in the end, but it is it's a good question. It's good to investigate. It's not nothing wrong. But what I take from him is, yeah. I've heard good stuff from him, and that's what I take from him. And whatever is not, and that he later uh, started to uh, go on the uh, fax bandwagon, probably because he needs to, because he has an audience. You have to make a choice once you have that audience. Once you are a carny, you mm. have to make a choice where you go for it. You lose either group, because you have built up an audience that consists of both. You have pro-faxers and you have anti-faxers. He, in his in his audience, that's for sure, because his message is something different from those. So, just like just like uh, we have uh, flat earthers and non-flat earthers, or skeptics and non-boros, whatever, right? Same thing. So, but App doesn't need to make a choice, but he needs to make a choice because he's a public figure, because he has an, mm-hmm. yeah, right? We, and yeah, then probably he has to choose the system way because he depends on it financially, he depends on it 
contact wise, whatever. Right? And he is not, that's the problem with being a carny, whatever, having an audience, you have to still be able to make moral decisions. That's mm. why I, I'm, I love to stay small. I, I would love, if you can throw a couple of bucks to I, my radio at patreon.com, I would love it. But it's, I, w- I want to stay small, right? I want to stay under the radar. I don't want to throw to uh, pay some levels because then you, you end up in these situations. Anyway, yeah. it, in any case, because you have too many people and you have a dialectic that's either real or created for us, and we will we will end up in the same thing. We truth seekers, us truth community, there will be a, a new division created. I don't know what, but that divides or tries to divide us with some. I don't know what it will be, but it's already happening with this graphene stuff and so that there are issues that, no, you don't believe in my message. No, I'm skeptical. Please calm down and, 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 and answer fundamental questions first. Yeah. And if they, they cannot do that, yeah, sorry. I cannot take it seriously. If, if, if I cannot answer a fundamental question on Planta Patagonia or the Holocaust story of my family that I researched and so, it, you shouldn't take me seriously as a researcher because I cannot answer in, Fundamental question. Right? It doesn't make sense. It's magnetic. It's magnetic. Yeah. Read well. Don't just focus on the word magnetic that you see somewhere and then you call it magnetic. Yeah. Under certain circumstances, certain circumstances and whatever it is, it, it has magnetic properties or so. It is not the same as something you can trace with a magnet you have at home. That's the point. That's, that's the essential difference. If something is magnetic or not. If something is not non-magnetic with a house a magnet, uh, traceable with a house magnet, you can never trace it with a magnet. So don't stop, stop claiming that. Yeah, it, it's graphene because look, I use my magnet and it shows up. Yeah, then it's, you don't trace graphene with that. Stop claiming that. You can only trace magnetic materials with a magnet. You cannot. <laughs> Trace non-magnetic materials with a magnet. That's not the right test. It's like doing a pH test and and concluding, yeah, it's sweet. It's not an outcome of the test. Mm -hmm. It's either acidic or basic uh, alkaline, but it's not sweet. It's not an outcome of the test. Just like yeah, um, magnetic tests cannot show. Or proof or disprove graphene. Simple. Okay. And how is that so? Because graphene or graphene oxide is not magnetic. It's not traceable with a magnet we have at home. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, in a, that's what people, what if he dares in the graphene lemmings, or oh, in, in best faith, I don't take bad, bad faith from them, but they don't really understand what they talk about. Sorry for to say that, but they read yeah. somewhere in some some paragraph the word magnetic, and then they conclude, oh, it's magnetic. Yeah, wait a minute, what does that magnetic mean? Under which circumstance, with which temperature, with which apparatus you can trace that magnetism? That is what we talk about. If it's magnetic, magnetic at some scale in some circumstance, it's not not important, not relevant for a test we can only do in our homes with an magnet we can buy at eBay or, or Amazon or whatever people buy their magnets whatever that a non-neodymium magnet right you have different magnets as well right? there's so much in there 
it, if people don't understand all these, and these are very basic things, right? And, and you, you hear me, I'm not an expert either. So, but it cannot be that I know more than them. That's the point. They need to teach me something, not the other way around. Well, I'd be curious to get Graphene Lemming in here to see his retort on that. Mm, yeah. Uh, I already called him out actually nine minutes ago in the show related notes. So. so we yeah. talked about it here on air before with Mr. I haven't uh, come to the Graphene chats. Uh, I've uh, focused on the Giants, the Tataria, from Patagonia, and others film movies. Um, so there will be a lot of mixes uh, being released, but uh, it's a lot of work I've done. So, yeah. A lot still. Uh, but I, yeah, I wanted to, to say, uh, and also with your fake is fake, uh, Black Socrates, on air here at Fakeologist, earlier chats, we talked about graphene and we went into these questions and with an open mind, but skeptical. And that's how it's to be, I think. Sure. Yeah. Gra- graphene said uh, something about how uh, there's uh, graphene in uh, in the charcoal toothpaste that I've been brushing my teeth with. And I just thought that was absolutely ridiculous. It's a great... Why would there be graphene, though? Like, is, did he end the explanation, or just just saying it because? I, th- I think it's... <laughs> I think it's like some f- some fear mongering shit. <laughs> what what what's so bad about graphene though? Like what what does that do to me if I if I ate some graphene somehow? Uh, well, that's that's something uh, graphene lemming would be able to answer. Yeah, but the narrative is so ingenious. It's a new new coax narrative. Even if graphene is real, I'm not discounting oh, that. But, but, but why? Because it's just C. It's just carbon. Graphene you is C. It's carbon. It's C. It's pure C. There's no other element involved. It's not but graphene. Graphene Yo, oxide is carbon oxide. Carbon. It would be yeah, carbon monoxide yeah. carbon dioxide. See, see, that's what I don't think he realizes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so I'm worried about all this carbon, man. Oh, man. The carbon in everything. Indeed, and that's why you can claim, yeah, that it's graphene. Yeah, but it's just carbon. It's charcoal. It's pure carbon. It's an organic source, normally. Yeah, how can you prove it's graphene? You cannot graphene naming because you don't have an ultra scanning electron microscope, so you cannot, you cannot prove this. You can only claim this. It's the ideal Invisible monster, like the new code. Yeah, I think I think that he needs to get that drilled in his brain by the fake. At least see that option. At least see that option, and that is his problem. He's not opening himself up to that option, which is the fakeology view. I would say. Yeah, you got to be able to differentiate between the two. Like it's actually carbon. You know, and not graphene. Oh my yeah. god, what's up with the people like they are just memeing the shit out of 
fakeology, aren't they? Like this, that's what that sounds like. The dude's just memeing super hard, like, what graphene's everywhere, it's gonna kill you or some shit. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking goofy, bro. Maybe that's the reason my server got taken down. Um, which, uh, you were just uh, in my server, but it's now taken down. First time before an OVU. Uh, because I was opposing the graphene agenda. That's, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get your server taken down, bro. Come on. Not over graphing. It's not in your list. Uh, there's no server. It's, it's not there. <laughs> over graphing, though? No, no. That's joking. That's joking. That's joking. No, I got an email from Discord. Yeah, and at but, least I, I posted it in the verified chat. It your, your is profile only medical still things. My your profile's profile's still up. Still, yeah. Yes, I can see your profile in here, bro. It's it's still um, alive and kicking. Can you can you see if there's an invite? If you got an invite, yeah, you got an invite to my server in your private message. You can see. Can you send it to me? I I don't think I don't. You, I've never seen. Hold on. You you uh, claim that chat. you sent me an invite. Yeah, I, at the last chat, I sent everyone who was in there an invite. I think you were there. I never got a I never got a message from you for oh. an invite. Oh. Yeah. Was in a chat where which crop was uh, first coming and PT culture were there. Which chat? Did you post it in the chat, the invite? Hey, don't you have a different account, though? You're, um... What's your name? Fuck. Gaia. Yeah, yeah. I'm in there. I'm in there. But, um, not anymore. I was in there. Yeah. yeah the old server's taken out. <laughs> Fuck you. Graphing killed it? No, 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 no. I was joking. No, no, no. No, he... <laughs> He violated terms of service for talking about convid. Which, which, as you know, my message, I, I never do. No, that this is, I, Isn't that crazy? Me, Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. That only proves the COVID idiocracy more. No? It's only, it, it's yeah, only like, good. I only take the good lesson. Like, like I was saying, they don't need to explain anything. They just need to waste our time. That's, no. that's how they're doing it. It is this fucking red herring of a fucking disease that's supposed to be all over the world killing people when they're 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 just like, oh yeah, so they keep they get deeper and they fuck up and they agree to get shot with with oh you know what I don't want to yep. shut this shit down I should shut up fucking damn it <laughs> we're in a yeah. I also released my mix now on Mixcloud. It could be that people will listen to something and came in. Yeah, that's as far as we'll go with that. Um, yeah, you, you just have to be careful with what, you, what you're saying and how you're saying it. And not having a filter for this can definitely lead to repercussions, but it's it's not... It's not so where you have to like 
worry about it on voice chat as how you should really be worrying about it on text chat. It's like night and day. It's like you, you get away with a lot more stuff on voice chat than you do on the text chat. Yeah. I was just going to say that because the text chat, that shit never goes away. Once it's there, it's there. Like it's even, yes. even if you delete it, like the admins in the server can still see what you posted. Yeah, and it is that what the bots are designed to program about, about text scanning and not voice. And what I try to do is mix it with music, and the type of music is my choice, will not change, despite what people say. But it helps also, you talked about the, uh, I will not call it H story, but what we talk about, right? but we talked about that over hardcore so that the people can listen to it but it's uh, if there's a bot that can uh, trace it then it's a bit harder to uh, get it out okay. so also do that smart small try to 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 keep you're very right the truth i'm very happy because you we should have a filter for our own language or a new speak but not yeah. have a filter for our own mind don't let them make are uh, them change our thoughts and our ideas, just the expression mm. of it, the way the, the words we use and the, the code language which we already have. Yeah. We have Newspeak for years already here. And we yeah. are here, I am here also mainly because Ab is a Newspeaker himself. He loves Newspeak. After break, more Newspeak. Please, Ab, less, less breaks, please. <laughs> Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to Fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. Right. From, just, yeah. So, fakeologist, nine forty p.m. in uh, Western Mountain Standard Time. Truth, I am Craft, and uh, the artist formerly known as Gaia. You know, uh, <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to offend anybody, but I forgot to watch the news today. And say yes, oh, yeah. Daddy Government. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been I've been hey. really forgetful lately. Gosh, <laughs> what? Well, how how will I be forgiven? What do I have to do? Fake, yes, fake hail Mary, fake comedy on fakeotube dot com. Fake comedy, yeah. yeah. If if we have this fake comedy uh, board game here, I can put 16 years of anti-social credit on the table here of not watching it. I got a question. If the Earth was really round, what kind of Coriolis effect if I spun it counterclockwise on a dreidel? Well, first of all, the, the first word 
is spherical. <laughs> it's not round. Round is a 2D term. The pizza yeah, is round. Spherical. Yeah, pear-shaped. Pear-shaped like, you know, the, the British know okay. what I'm the talking ob- about. The oblate spheroid. Okay, fine. But uh, <laughs> what was your question? That yeah. was what it was about. An oblate spheroid. Yeah. What, what, which way would the dreidel spin? Because of Coriolis effect, it, it has to be there. You know. I've never tested it, but it's good. Here, I'm here at the equator, so there should not be any Coriolis or hardly any Coriolis effect. Yeah, there. indeed. You can't you can't do that uh, science test uh, from how close he is to the equator. Which probably, there should be an indeed, you should be able to prove it with a map of dust storms. There should not be dust storms here, so like these whirlwind storms, not not just tornadoes, right? But uh, small whirlwinds that should not be, happen here. I don't know. I can't, I, I never there, has, there has to be another test other than the dreidel. It, it sounds like a good test. Um, but then again, I'm no woodsmith. I don't know. I know who's making those dreidels. They gotta. They probably gotta be b- balanced pretty well. The, the, they... cor- the Coriolis effect would have to would would depend on how far you are from the equator. Like how far away you are from the equator, not how close you are. Yeah, it would it would greater it would be greater away from the equator. Yes. Greater equator. Yes. So so for example, somebody from Finland or somebody from Russia would be able to to observe that a lot more e- easier than somebody who lives right on the equator. I'm imagining this dude in Russia. He looks like that dude with the blonde hair, blue eyes, and the blonde beard. But he's wearing the um, he's wearing the fucking hat, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Oh, dude. Uh, let, let's see. Uh, you know the the yes meme from 4chan. It doesn't. It's not ringing a bell. I'm gonna. Oh man, I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get the image. I know it exists. It has to. Yes, meme. Are you talking about? Let's talk about memes uh, later. But uh, so I will wait. uh, Mission needs to be here. Fortune, you know, like fortune art with uh with the the dude. It's just a typical male. It's literally a fortune dude. Yeah. you could send it in the show-related notes. I typed in yes, Russia 4chan, and I'm clicking on images. Oh, nothing right now. Oh, I do get some anime. That 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 is 4chan related. Yeah. I never really cared for 4chan. As the, only, the only thing I was looking up on 4chan was uh, those QAnon posts. Still... Made up CIA operation. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, this is about it right here. I'm trying to find a perfect image. I'm gonna share the good one. 
Okay, yeah, this is about as good as it gets. You, you found it? Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna save a couple more. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we couldn't get Graphene Lemming in here. He was uh, apparently at the library once again. I mean, but, uh, so, sounds like he already knows how to shill. He doesn't need to go to the library. <laughs> yeah, I we fixed his mic at least because he was coming in really low. He had to go into settings and turn it to like streamer mode or something. I guess the streamer mode like really helps. Um. So I I posted in the <laughs> in the off topic. Oh, oh, okay. And what was that called again? The meme. Uh the yes meme. Uh yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's the captain saying yes. Mm-hmm. It's the captain of the boat, right? <clears throat> yeah. I miss those old memes, dude. Yeah. At one point, there were a thing. What year was that? Was that like 2017, 2018? I don't know when that happened, but... Uh, yeah, it, there's there's a... The NPC, the Chad, and the normal traditional uh, male from 4chan, I guess. <laughs> Is there a way for you to find out when that first was created? Mm-hmm. The yes meme. I'm pretty sure it was around 2018, 2017. It seems yeah, yeah, it seems about all right. Uh I don't know um the timeline of it though at all. Fucking that's the beard though. That's the beard that everybody fucking craves. Dude, if I had that beard, bro. If I had that beard, I'd be I'd be like unstoppable in this world. That beard is an inside job, okay? <laughs> true, dude. <laughs> oh, so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's like, you know, like it's like the beard that Mr. Clean like won't let you see. That is fucking nutty. You will never, ever have a beard like that, no matter how hard you try. Oh, my God. Indeed. <laughs> Beard's an inside job. Yeah, that w- if, if I were to dress up for Halloween, that would be a great costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, the beard is impossible. That'd be great if you could like make an article out of it out on a magazine. 
how, how the yes man's beard became impossible to grow. It's a fucking fallacy. Yep, the beard is a fallacy. Uh, I don't know which one. Um, could be a slippery slope. Could be a red herring. <laughs> it's a slippery red herring slope. Yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> nope. Did you hear anything about that uh, Ukrainian war? Ukrainian troops enter key city of Kherson after Russian forces retreat, dealing blow to Putin. I'm thinking about Russia right now too. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about Karl Marx right now. His fake ass beard. <laughs> Karl Marx. <laughs> Did you see those apparent numbers for how many people died on the Russian side already? Like 100,000? 100,000? Yeah, I thought it was like 200,000. I don't know. Shit's bonkers. Begging, you, you know... The the beard is just begging the slope. Oh, it's a red non sequitur, bro. Huh? It's an all or something fallacy. The orange man fallacy? I missed everything. Sorry. What fallacy are you talking about? All all or something. All or something fallacy. What is the O or something fallacy? It it's the fallacy where um you 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 go to school for like a certain degree in um um metals or um some some kind of like geological study, right? So if 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 a crack rock is bad for you, then all rocks are bad for you sometimes. That's what the all or something fallacy is. Okay. It's it's funny. When you started talking about it, I was also thinking about something I recognized is fundamentally wrong with the building of the beast, with how the system is organized. It's also fallacious. Also, there's an all or something in it. Is that people are getting a role based on one thing, instead of looking at someone's ballet of skills and your job is using those the best way possible for this mission, this company, this foundation, this whatever structure there is, mission. And you have a team in a, in a video game, you would team up and do a mission together to defeat a boss, something like that, simple uh, way of explaining things. And then you select each other based on the capacities and skills they have naturally and organically and not, yeah, you are the graphic editor, graphic designer. Yeah, but I also am an audio editor. Yeah, no, you're the graphic designer. We have an audio editor for audio editing. But then all these skills are wasted. And But yeah, you're not the best graphic designer either because there's someone better. Yeah, but then you have to do a course and learn how to become better. 
which actually time you could use in doing also audio editing or doing also uh, translations, writing speeches, doing other things you just have as skills. And more and more detaching from this B system, I recognize that we are completely not what this B system says. We are a collection of skills that we acquire through life. And I just, that's why I was offline now, I was just talking with uh, Tropical G and he he understands this. That's why we are friends and we live together and we can work together here. He asked me, yeah, can you do graphic design? And I said, yeah, I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a professional, but I can do something. And that's what it's about, doing, using our skills. Because and that's also what poverty teaches you. Because if you want to keep using only your one skill, you, you spend your days working for an office or working for an, an, some part of the B system using one skill of you and in the meantime all your other skills you delegate out to other people you send people your, your own offspring to schools to education systems you let someone else clean your house while your wife or uh, usually females are better at that better I in my case also but they, they they're better at that and you delegate it out you let someone else wash your car instead of you doing it yourself. You let your son or daughter do it also. All these, it's so unnatural. The world is so unnatural. And I'm happy that I'm surrounding myself with people. Thanks to Molly also. She helps in selecting the good people around me. She's um, a messenger in that sense. Is people who much more understand what life is about. And it's not that you're defined by one your job is your job title. I mean, imagine I would give in and work. I could only uh, stand it for half a day, but okay. Uh, in a call center, like other other people do here, uh, then you're known as a call center employee. Just that name already, I would never want to have. I, mean, I would rather starve like I, I did than get myself into this. It's so unnatural. I'm so convinced that I'm on the right path. Giving into it. The school system is so insane. The Prussian education system. From 9 to 10, you get English. From 10 to 11, you get history. From 11 to 12, you get math. But the history of math in England, yeah, that's already a step too far to teach the, the context between things and so this is already too far <laughs> any more farm instead of animal farm any more farm not any more farm it's a play on words uh, but it, it's, it's surprising to me that people accept it as normal and keep doing it. And that not me, not me, but Corona didn't wake them up. That not the lockdowns didn't wake them up. That not suddenly use, losing that one single income or two incomes that people have after the again break. Thank you. Uh, You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com.
best thing I can do is just invite everyone to spend at least part of your winter in the tropics. And Colombia is a great place, but it's just insane, financially insane to stay in winter Europe or North America. Sorry. You can better rent out your place for the months, the winter months, and go somewhere else where you don't spend the energy bills. Just that fact alone. Nothing else. Just that fact. Because it's, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to rise. Whatever is going to happen, it's not going to go down. If you have no serious attachment to Western Europe or North America, and you can spend a couple of months, three months or so, in another place, then do that. Go to a warmer place where you don't spend energy bills. And also don't spend uh, high uh, airco bills either. Just any energy bills. I mean, yesterday the uh, the power went out. Yep. Yeah. We can live here with, without power. I have board games. I have Lego. Uh, we talk. It's a great thing, right? I mean, Johnny is also like that. It's really... He's, um, he was not bothered that I didn't have TV. Uh, Oscar came in here and he asked, yeah, 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 TV, TV. And I said, dude, since 16 years, that was in March that he came in. So it was 16 years to the day, almost. Then I said, I don't have any TV connection. Yeah, how can it be? I need news. I need news. Yeah, this, this is a shift palace, uh, man. This is a monastery. And later yeah. on, he uh, yeah he he had to live with that in that monastery, and he went uh, he went he left better than he came here. He came here very very uh, psychologically damaged, and he left at least much more stable. And uh, Johnny and me we talked about it, and yeah, it was good. We had a good living together. It was not as warm as it as I could have uh, imagined it, but it was fine. It was it was decent. I learned a lot. No uh, big fights, no big things. That's good. I mean, three three alpha males and two mollies living together in a palace is sometimes a challenge. If, you, if you're not living together as students anymore, right? You live together at a later age when you are used, not used to that anymore, then that's, that's, that's challenging for anyone. If it's not your, your partner, right? You you cannot you cannot fuck the problems out of the out of the situation, right? I mean, you can try. That's not the relationship we have here. Now. <laughs> you can always try. It doesn't. Uh, really yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm wrong. The only one who did that, literally, I footage of it, video. It's it's gorgeous, Molly. Molly fucking the other Molly. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's clear who is the dominant uh, one wow. of the two, but the other Molly is gone now. My Molly is clearly still active here on the balcony. But um, uh, Witchcraft, uh, how how was it going uh, visiting uh, Truth I Am? Now that we're on there, you can speak about him. Whatever you can share about him, right? No personal details, please. Please. That's not important. Whatever is not important, we shouldn't give up. 
Oh, man, you're not giving much room for me, are you? <laughs> tell me tell me about him, but nothing personal. <laughs> Dude, he, uh, he likes to breathe. Um... I, I think I think he's got an affinity for eating and surviving as well. It's pretty crazy. The dude's very interesting. Well, let me tell you, it doesn't stop there. Um, <laughs> now you're just taking me by the hand into the rabbit hole, son. Oh, yes. Oh, oh dude, bunny ears. He, he got me really high on some weed. I'll tell you that. I trust yeah. him on that. I trust him that he is a good cheese provider. Yeah, <laughs> he's got good cheese. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I, and his wife know, is nice gonna, as well. I, I wish I could. Man, I, uh, I I keep getting phone calls. So, I swear to God, guys, I wish I could hang around. But this is I'm getting like bombarded and. Um, you know, what is it? Nigerian princes or Honduran uh, yeah, refugees? I'm, I'm, I think I, I think I need to like take their hold on to their money just, just so they can you know, get whatever they need to get done. And yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help them out, and I just need to give them money real quick to hold on to theirs. That's what they said. Okay. So yeah. Uh. Jeez, bro. Got my day full, bro. I got tons of money coming my way. Jeez. Um, but if, yeah, you, if you can spare some bucks, please share them on imiradiopatreon.com. Uh, you, uh, like I said, I'm still working on your uh, recordings as well from last time, but now we are, I'm making more work now because I'm mixing our voices with uh, music, meaningful music. On IMI radio. My server was taken down, so I have to restart a bit. But if you can spare some bucks, they travel far here in Colombia. I, will, you I really would love money. to, but unfortunately, the government stopped paying me for being a straight up G. That is uh, <laughs> unfortunate, yes. Yeah. So, and government, we used to be cool, you know. God damn it. Stop being cool every time some money stopped flowing. Um, but in but, the time of the Spartans, or when when you when was government cool? I mean, the money was never real, so it never was cool. So that's what we all got to realize: money's not real. The only thing that's real is uh, nothing. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide out of here like a slippery red herring. Peace out. Talk to you later. Best of luck. Any slippery red herring? Wow. It's a boy. When there are no more leaders to follow, you must become one. Thank you very much. Miss Kate and Notes. This beautiful journey and lesson. We're making a uh, nice collection of clips, samples used from movies in uh, Artstone, Hardcore, Whitecore, and Wakestone.
lot of anger fist in there, of course, but uh, good mix of uh, how they sample the best parts of the movies, the best movies in the best music. And that's what I use as a base for our best. Yeah, so it can only get better. Hey. Hello. Hey, music. It is already afternoon, so she should join. Strange that my Discord suddenly went to Dutch because different account. But the whole Discord suddenly changed the fact. It was in English. Now I have Discord in Dutch. Well, both accounts are made in the same network. Oh. Okay. Nissim is not able to speak at all, but she can come in. Come in, Nissim. We did a shout out for Graphene Lemming, he didn't come in there. Hello, Nissim. Nissim, the, um, the muted Nissim. Today we have the fireside chat, and one of the members alongside the fire. Actually, the one who coined the whole word beautiful is not able to speak, but is able to listen in. But can write, so can give ideas, please. Mism, if you give ideas on the table, write in the uh, verified chat or show related notes we use, show related notes, then we will talk about it. That's beautiful. Otherwise, it's a bit passive being in the room. And not having any interaction with us. Uh, please, we talked about it. Don't write words that are... Oh, missing note. Okay. Bad idea. I don't know. That, that's some funny stuff. I mean, I think it's, it's the best way. And that's what we did before with... Barbie Chop Shop also talked and in the, they wrote comments and we wrote them here. We, we read them here. We talked about it. That's I think, at least an interaction we have in conversation. So, Mism can listen in, of course. That's the point. That would be nice. Yes, she hasn't been able to speak for a few hours, I guess. Yeah, she told me that she cannot speak. And that's all respected and all fine, but she mm -hmm. can write. And it is uh, funny, uh, the climate up, the, the cycles are funny a bit here. We're still in winter, it's dark clouds here. It's gonna rain again this afternoon. But uh, nice. we're going, we're going towards summer. Yeah, it's, it's, it, now it's a real winter and then we go to real summer. That's the seasons here. Uh -huh. so the rainy season, the most rainy season is now, is the winter, and then the dry season is summer. It's your uh, winter, your northern hemisphere winter, which should be the winter here also, because the sun is farthest away, 
it's the dry yeah. season, so summer, the, the warmest. Mm hmm. The, the Coriolis effect, I don't know, but wind, there is very little wind. Even when it's windy, people think it's windy. Uh, I don't know, right? I'm from Holland, uh, coastal Holland, yeah, that's another level, another couple of levels, but it's it's not windy here. It, the temperature level, temperature differences are not so big. This would be tropical. Even in the mountains, where it's much bigger. It was a place up there, uh, close to where you are in the Rockies or so, that you found really astonishing, really amazing. Um, there's a lot of different places in in the mountains, other than Netherlands. Uh, Netherlands is a great place, though. It's nice and cozy off the uh, off the land, per se. In between uh, trees, pretty crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's other places. Um, let's see. Take a look at the map. We have the we have the uh, the springs, the hot springs, in the mountains. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. My third photo in Denver was a squirrel. <laughs> okay. Here yeah, it's pretty are. nice, but. Mountain goats. Hey, this was kissing. Um. Yeah, Glenwood Springs. They're pretty nice. No sign. Um. The Mossack Tunnel, train tunnel there. This is all again. Whoa. This is Waterman Chris. The Daryl Lissette. I'm Roller. Uninstall Media. Zach Cupboard. Von Tossel. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. Right. We are talking about interesting mountain towns in Colorado. Yeah, I posted the photos in the show notes. Netherlands. And that's quite some nice landscape photo here, I'm afraid. Um, oh. Um, this, this one is very nice here. It's in the snow. This was in June. So when was it? June, July? Here. Look at the mountains. June. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Indeed. You get this, this, these buddies here. It was the first time I saw them in real life, of course. Mm-hmm. 
think we even had steak. Buffalo steak, how do you call it? Bison steak? Yeah, that shit's that shit's real good. Yeah, it wasn't here. This car, this was in Denver. Is <laughs> it was fan of a band, Feind Flu. It's a German band. It's an industrial band. It's not yeah. that your common band. It's a fan of it. It was a proud fan of it. Ah, yeah, you see my, I will share this with you privately. Yeah. Okay, you don't recognize him. Yeah, you see, you see his balding head from from behind. You see, you wouldn't take him for twenty-one or younger. I would say <laughs> this guy just from the back already. Yeah, this is nice fire. <laughs> That's the thing. I I went to oh yeah, I went to Denver and I only took photos of nature. No, not Denver. Oh, nice, nice. Golden, Colorado, Clear Creek. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, in autumn, autumn colors there. I mean, this just like Switzerland or Austria Alps. I mean, if you have such a beautiful rock and then build a hut on that, it's just this is the nice off the grid place here. It used to be a mill, or is it still a mill? Crystal mill. Yeah. Completely camouflaged with uh, what looks like sandstones from a distance at least. See some bedding probably even. I don't know. Let's imagine. But... And then a nice brown hat on top. It's very camouflaged. Very nice. Yeah. Listeners... Fakeologist.com, you all miss this because you are not in the disco. It's beautiful. It's very tranquil. It's very away from the crazy cloud, like it should be. Castles? They're castles. Wow. Wow, yeah. Okay. Uh, this. I was probably right with the sandstones because it's erosion, typical pillar in Beautiful. The snowy mountains in the back. Just, <laughs> if you, you don't need to do a lot of Photoshop to, to just make it look like the Alhambra in the Sierra Nevada in Spain. You can find the worst trees there. Yeah, I also have, um, we went through different mining things there. These red, red, red sandstones were 
goats. <laughs> I have goats. I have buffaloes. I have scavenger birds. I have chipmunks. I have squirrels. <laughs> and mountains. I have not taken any photo of Denver downtown or something like that. Nothing. <laughs> What would you think of the pictures then? You liked them? Yeah, great big, great pictures. The colors, so nice. These um, these autumn colors. That's what uh, you don't have here in the in the tropics. Yeah. Which I don't really mind because I like the autumn colors trees and so, but the autumn as a season, the shortening of the days, that was what I didn't like of living in Europe. So I don't mind missing that. I don't mind missing these seasons. Other people may have had that, may have that when they live in the tropics, but I don't have that. Great. I like it how it is now. There's, there is seasonal variation here. It's very little, but it's, it exists, but it is this this darkness of the winter, this this little sunlight, which I didn't like in, in temperate region. You are still you are at thirty three degrees now, but it's uh, Dallas, right? You are at forty degrees something north, something forty two, forty two something. What are you talking about? Uh, latitude. You are forty forty two degree latitude, I think, somewhere <coughs> somewhere southern France or so. Yeah, let that me, is, let me check. that's still okay. Uh, Holland is already much more north, quite more north. It's more like Toronto, so. And then we're at we're at yeah, f- approximately forty degrees north. No. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like southern France uh, type of latitude in Europe, and that is. Mm-hmm. And your your winter sun is not extremely short. It's shorter, but it's not extremely short. Uh, in, in Holland, it's also not extremely short. It's not like in Sweden or something. Like Lapland or something like that. But still, it is it is noticeable, and I I didn't like that. I didn't like this 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 uh, autumn time that the days were shorter. Winter was coming, and so on. I, I like the winter, the, the crisp winter climate. I like that, but this rainy autumn winter shit. No, no, pretty. No, didn't like it. And that's not here. That 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 is. No. And it affects the general culture and the people because Dutch people are not all as extrovert as me, of course, but. Uh, tend to be more open than other Europeans in summer. But in winter, they're also much more close. Just like any other culture, but it has a very big effect on the culture. A bit like that. Any other place I would say I would live is, uh, other than Colombia, is Spain. Or Italy, maybe. And I would need to brush up my Italian. Not something like that. That's the place I felt best. Definitely not India or Israel. You've lived there before? 
No, I've been, I've been pissed there about that. It's the two countries I literally wanted to get out. Literally, uh, with Amsterdam, I went to Israel. And on the airport, he is, he is even more seasoned traveler than me. And he has lived in more countries than me. And we hugged each other at the airport. We're done with it. Like, yeah, it, it says something. In India, yeah, I've worked there. And it's just, I mean, India may be nice if you go there and organize tour, you're kept away from all the horrors of India, what India actually is. Yeah. Okay, but it's not India. I worked there. I had to work with these people. Such a daily frustration. And the culture is that they treat each other like lower than animals. That is the essence of both cultures, both countries, why I hate it, both countries, Israel and India is the inhumane mistreatment of other human beings. Hey, Simon Phoenix. Good morning. I think somewhere. Yeah, very early morning, nice. It's, it's, it's early, early, early Saturday morning. So there's no Friday fireside chat for you anymore. Welcome. Oh, Simon is also on listen mode and go away mode. Oh, we have to keep the show going. I I thought uh, Mission would um, do a show uh, this afternoon. Whatever she's doing. Yeah, the Dr. Foster Club. Other people who understand that 11-11-22 is a significant date if we want it or not. If you believe in numerology or not, Mism mm. is very not interested, let's say, in numerology and downplays the significance of it because of that, which is normal human psychological way of mm-hmm. dealing with things. But it, it is important. It doesn't matter if we find it important. It is important because it's proven to be used all over again. So it is important for that reason. The same like, right? The Bible is is the most important book in the world, right? It doesn't matter how I or other people look at the Bible, it is. Oh. Um, same with Corona. It's the only change, the only worldwide to avoid the world global worldwide change, the worldwide war that we have had ever, anyone, even the people who are there. Never ever has the whole world been under the same regime. The the the, the one one world government, uh, my my friend Bramsterdam, but didn't believe we were going towards a one world government. And I explained to him, man, we are under a one world government. It's called Corona. The invisible monster is the world government that they always have been working. That is already there. They are in the process of establishing these laws so in all these countries. Nism uh, talked about this uh, uh, resistance that uh, the animal farmers uh, got in Switzerland and other places. And of course they get, but in the end they will get these agendas through. What? In support of a 
all resistance against it, but the overall agenda is to work what they decide, I would say. It's a bit foolish to, to think that... I'm not as foolish to think that I can stop the social credit system. No, that will be there, but once we have a social profit pool, not a system, but a pool, an organic pool, to offer as an alternative to their ugly system, I don't need to worry about their ugly system because people will come to us. Because they lo- everybody dislikes the clown world. Everybody. Even the ones working and loving it, they say. Well, if they would, they wouldn't go on holidays and vacations because they want to get away from it. Money is fake. Molly is real. There you go. And before I got to know Molly, I didn't have a relation with an animal uh, before. I had my own animals as pets, as a child, I had a rat, I had uh, all kinds of animals, uh, turtles, rabbits, um, iguanas, dogs, and cats and so But it's was never like now. And it's what everybody would have with Molly first. My friends also know Molly have the same thing. Who mm-hmm. dedicate their time to it. Realize, okay, this is the path that was chosen for me in life. And not Even if I wanted to work in an office building uh, eight hours a day, I didn't want uh, back then. But then, then I couldn't do that just because Molly was given into my life. Like, like getting a child in your life and then sending him to an, uh, a childcare all the time and not taking any what your brother or so someone in your family dies and they, you get an orphan in your life and you decide not to care for them. It'd be insane. Hmm. Maybe my sounds fucked. Your sounds fucked. In the next. Hey, Simon, Simon Phoenix, yeah, please. Uh, uh, please, I will guide you, please, man. Uh, up your output volume. Your sound is okay. I've edited you, your gems, but your output volume is far, far too low. So if you boost that and keep talking, we can test that. He knows already. He knows. That's why I think he knows, but he's maybe struggling to find it out. Because otherwise he would have come in with good sound. It's pretty simple fix. Uh, man, it cost me literally hours to just edit uh, him and uh, first value and this system also. He's gone now, but man, it's, that that takes a lot of time. And I do that all by hand and there's pro- possibly smarter methods and so, but yeah, I'm, I'm a complete amateur in what I do uh, technically. Right on. The sound level, I understand that sound means music that does so, but the the editing part, I'm not a professional auditor, audio editor at all. Yeah. And I listened back to the last Climax Anthem before Corona to see if they pre-programmed things. Not at all. It's not, but it has no relation whatsoever with, with anything virus-related. Not that at all. Post-corona hard style is uh, yeah, there's different messages. 
After the break, thank you. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, this is Derillium, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Okay, there could be some sound editing there as well. The question is there, why would they ban my account for anything? I haven't posted anything fakeology-related messaging in a non-fakeology server either. If that would have happened, then that would make sense. So, but no. I'm part, I was part of the service. Well, my game servers. Nothing at all. So apparently we need to reset every five years. Yeah, that's what uh, I have talked about before, but the level of psychopathy of my own dad, my own father, he planned his own death such that my sister and me would not inherit his inheritance, yet would go to his girlfriend. My mother was already dead, but... Have you heard of those levels of psychopathic planning of your own fucking death? And if you're exposed to these kind of losses in your life, yeah, then not losing your server, that is, that is relatively minor. Right? Sounds like a lot of trauma. Well, it's not trauma anymore that just to talk about it openly, but it's it's a lesson. It's it's a lesson on how fucking sick people can be. Your own family, your own blood, right? And it fits in the in the grand scheme of how my parents were and how my childhood was. It was very beautiful on one side. It's such beautiful experiences. So, but on the other side, it was also psychologically very challenging. Uh, literally psyops all the time, all the time. Yeah, just being exposed to that. All the time, fights at home. It has made me and my sister very strong mentally. But for other people, it can be strange to hear these kind of things. And, and especially because... Um, I had friends coming over and so, and then when at first then my parents were always very nice and so they were, but what goes behind that, yeah, you only get to learn the time and so. But it's it it was the only reason how he got to the levels where he got. I mean, the founder of the Bilderberg Group, right, uh, Uncle Benno, the uh, Prince of the Netherlands. Yeah, you don't get to these people. No. If you're a normal, moral human being, they, they, see, they see us as it's livestock. You have to be a psychopath. You have to be 
sociopath, someone uh, exploitative mindset to get there. But I'm very happy that I got at least from a young age introducing a lot of intellectualism, a lot of reading, a lot of understanding about things that country. That is, it was a shape. My curiosity was at least uh, satisfied enough. Or I did it myself when my parents did it. Alright man, I'm gonna hop off uh, I'm gonna hop off Have a good afternoon Alright man enjoy, enjoy the rest of your day Night, whatever that is What? What? Excuse me. Hey, can I help you? <laughs> Got the kitty on Fakeologist Radio. This is Catologist Radio on Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. I'm really the end of it, and that's all, folks. <laughs>